Hello. Welcome to Minidisc. This is a game club podcast from minimap.com.au, a website about video games. My name is Jeremy. Joining me as always is Perry Palmer. Just before we started the show, Jeremy, you described this music as being like the rain. It's like the rain. It just happens. You just can't describe <laughs> it, just, it. It just happens. You just can't figure it out. Uh, and joining us today, um, a very special guest, Alex. Hello, Alex. Hello. How are you? Hello. Welcome, welcome. What's going on? Welcome to to the show. Welcome to being on something that we've made. Um, thank you for being on. It's very much appreciated. You are often in in the in the Twitch chat. Uh, you are in our Discord. Um, how are you? Uh, doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, glad to be here in the studio. <laughs> 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 uh, such a nice face you've got here. Yeah, um, in, in the studio lovely. that is the OBS <laughs> scene. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful, Jeremy. These walls you've put together. Oh, yeah. magnificent. Um, Terry, you should be very proud. <laughs> uh, oh, I, 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 I am. I just wanted to say, as as you have been doing for consecutive months at this point, Jeremy, what an excellent job of the of the branding and the graphics and the and the cutting of the music. This 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 new version of an old show looks fantastic. I'm very excited to be restarting the game club in this format. Yeah, for for, for those who've been around for a while, which I like, if, if you are like, holy shit, I doubt it. But like, the, the, <laughs> the, this show used to be called the Game Spoilers Podcast, which was the very first show that we ever did. Um, and like, it's like in in between, you know, in in between sleeps, um, the it it needed a new coat of paint, it needed a new name, needed a new logo, um. And you know a, a different format, um, but I'll get to all that a little bit later. Um, first of all, this is the Minidisc podcast. It is a bi-monthly, or as I like to say, fort-monthly podcast <laughs> where myself, Kerry, and a very special guest all play a game and do a big old deep dive on the game to find out what works and what doesn't. The Minidisc podcast is a bonus show of the Mini Mini Mapcast, our weekly game show, and lives inside of the Mini Mapcast feed. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear some more, make sure to give the most recent episode of the Mini Mapcast a try. You can also easily find that and all other Mini Disc episodes by simply searching for Mini Disc in the feed that you're already in. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you tell your friends and give the show a positive rating wherever you listen to your podcast. It makes a huge difference and only takes a few seconds. If you want to get notified every time a new episode is released, make sure to follow us on social media. We are at MinimapAU on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch, uh, where you can catch us every Monday night at 6.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time for the live recording of the Minimap cast. Uh, also wanted to say a very big thank you to Joshua Morse for letting us use the song Diet Fresh as the music for Minidisc. You can listen to more of their stuff at joshuamorse.bandcamp.com. And finally, Minimap is completely independent and funded almost entirely out of our own pockets to help keep the likes, the likes, help keep the mics and lights on. You can support us by becoming one of our patrons. For only $5 a month, you can get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast and some extra bonus features we are planning on cooking up. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash Minimapau to help us out. And remember, it is cheaper than a latte with oat milk. Is that what it's like to just read the scripts? That's great. <laughs> that was impressive. Thank you. I kind of like keep the likes on. <laughs> keep the likes. Yeah, on. I, I like that too. I was like, oh, that 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 could that could the, that is not irrelevant. The lights, the mics, it's and the likes much. on. Keep the likes on. Validate me, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, this episode, we have all played, and are now going to talk about a game called The Artful Escape. Uh huh. 
Um, Alex, you chose this game. Did. Uh, <laughs> b- before we jump all the way in, um, was was there a reason why you chose this game? Was this in the list that I sent you, or 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 had you already had this game in mind, or was there a reason um, this one this one was was uh, drawn to you, or you were drawn to honest, it? Honest, like I originally like got this game off Game Pass when it came out, mm-hmm. and I played the first little section. Like I don't even think I got out of the small town, mm. and I was like, "Oh, this is really cool," but I've also got something else I want to do so I stopped playing it and I just never jumped back into it mm. I don't know there was no reason why I think it was just there was other stuff that was more bright that I was sort of pulled towards um I probably had a game to review so I had to put it to the side yeah mm. um and then it's just been on my like to be played list since it came out and that just keeps growing as both of you probably know oh, um, God. <laughs> looking at it now like fuck yeah. um <laughs> I <swear>. shit um, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah yes. you can swear it's all yes, good yes you can Go swear. For it. Cool. um <laughs> good start no uh, advertisers yeah. to offend here don't yeah. worry <laughs> right. um yeah get the bleep button ready yeah. um but yeah so uh, i think i saw it pop in another one of the end of year lists or something and it kind of twigged in my brain again like oh that game yeah like, i've seen bits of that game i need to like go towards that game again and then, yeah, Jeremy sent for the list, and I, it was on the list, I'm pretty sure. And then I think yeah. that's when Brand's like, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so. I'm uh, glad you mentioned that it was on Game Pass, because Jeremy and I both were like, that's on Game Pass, right? And looked for it, couldn't find it. Uh, but yeah. it's on PlayStation Plus Plus, so <laughs> that's where oh, I played it, this, this go-around. Yeah, well, I, I thought it was on Game Pass, and then I went to go. It it definitely it used to be. It definitely used to it be was. on Game Pass. Yeah, like there were so many yeah. people who I spoke to this game about, and they were like, "That's on Game Pass, right?" I'm like, "It's not," but I know why you think it is. Because <laughs> it definitely, yeah. I remember the giant neon banner like on the homepage of Game Pass at least once. Yeah, I um, I literally have proof that it was on Game Pass because I downloaded it. And then when I went to play it, it's like, you don't have the license for this? I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. And then I went over to Game Pass and it's like, oh, no, it's not. Oh, okay. I'll just I'll grab it. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So nice. let, let's jump into just a, a quick recap of the game, Kerry. You want, you want, right, you want, this... you want to give us a, you want to give us a one minute? You, you want, you want, okay. You want it in one minute. I'll give you the whole story in one minute. Yeah. All right. Okay. No worries. I'm looking at my timer. 705. I'm going to start at 7010, everyone. You ready? Okay. And so you play as Francis Vendetti, who's this like kid who's got a really uh, popular uncle who's basically Bob Dylan, but isn't Bob Dylan. uh, And he lives in this town and he's going to play this show. And everyone wants him to play like his uncle, but he doesn't want to, but he doesn't know that yet. And then he goes to bed one night and he wakes up and and he's like wailing guitar. And there's an alien that comes down and says, You need to play sci fi space guitar for us in space. And so you go to space. And you meet Lightman, played by Carl Weathers, which is strange. And and then you do a show on this planet, and it's amazing. And then you come back to the spaceship and talk to people. And you go to the other planets, and it's amazing. And the other planets. And and Francis accepts himself as the way he wants to be and goes back to his hometown and plays a rock concert and the end. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You did say rain. I, mean, I, I was taking. I was taking too long with each planet. I was like, "Oh, I got. I got to go." <laughs> you, you did say Rancis at the beginning, which is a very funny name. Did I? Yeah, I yeah. I'm pretty sure I. I tried to say the F at least. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's that is that is that is the gist of it. Um. Uh, it's worth mentioning. Um. 
the Artful Escape is made by uh, Beethoven and Dinosaur, which is a good name for for a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, they. Uh, I, I, <laughs> this is their first game. No? It is. A, it is their first game, and they're also a band. So, like, it's like it's. Oh. I I think that well, at least I think they're also a band. Every time I go to look at them, they have like images of them like as bands. Um, so like. I can't tell exactly how hair metal y they actually are. Yeah. Um but uh the the lead designer, I I, I need to chat out just his name. Please. Uh I've written this down too. Yeah. The lead designer of the game is uh one Johnny Galvatron, which I don't care if that's his real name or not. Um that is such a cool name. Um he was in a band called the Galvatrons that look or like an eighties inspired band called the yeah, Galvatrons. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, and I I and I've I've I'm looking that there's a well played article here from from uh a couple of years ago from Zach Johnson who uh is quoting Jackson uh, sorry, quoting uh Johnny Galvatron to say, I really dig Beethoven and I really dig dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> which is I'm assuming where the name of the studio came from. Um I honestly hope that their like daily like meeting stand-ups are just them like having a little guitar session. Just R- like, oh, right? hey, what are you doing today? Like, yeah. <laughs> it brings a whole new meaning to the term game jam. Um, yeah. So let's let's just jump right into it. I guess the the beginning of the game, the opening of the game, is um, Francis on a cliff, like 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 on, on like in a park, that, or, like at the edge of a cliff, looking out over the city of um, Calypso uh, in Colorado while he's trying to feel out um, like folk songs that he simply can't, right? And, yeah. and there's, what, what, what was the term? It was press square to write a song <laughs> about a, a lonely miner or something. Yeah. Um, he's not, he, he's, he's struggling at the beginning to, to feel music that, that he really likes. Um, and he's got a show tomorrow. He's got a show tomorrow. He's the nephew of, of, uh, I, I think in my notes I wrote down um, home brand Bob Dylan, yeah. um, <laughs> because this this guy is so is so so Bob Dylan. Um, okay, the beginning of the game is very tame. It is it is you walking around the town. It is Francis and his thoughts and meeting Violetta for the first time. Um. Did anyone know how far this game was going to go into the psychedelic? How was how was everyone's expectations for what this game was going to sort of be? Alex, I knew a little bit, yeah, but not to the extent of like flying through the cosmos and yeah. jumping on and fruit salad people. That was that was a lot. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't like someone who like participates in recreation drugs for this because it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe that's the whole like men, like point of the experience is to kind of simulate that, but. Yeah, it was cool. Like, it was interesting how it like takes off out of the town as well. Mm. Like, yeah. Mm. Kerry, yeah. did you have any any idea, any inclination? Yeah, I I saw a trailer once, and that just like lodged in there. Right. It was never, never to leave my brain that this was a a, a spacefaring, colorful, like planet hopping adventure. I I just I knew that much. Seeing like different planets moving from from the left towards the right while playing guitar. Right. Like yep. that is that is what I knew of this game. Yeah, right. I I 
I think as I got further in the game, I realized I had actually seen more of this than I realized. Um, oh. Like, like, like not, not as in like I'd, I'd watched a playthrough or anything, but I had just seen footage, right? I had seen the colors. Yeah. I had seen the, the, the jumping with the guitar to do long jumps. Um, mm-hmm. But I had kind of forgotten a little bit. Um, and yeah. so the beginning of the game, I'm like, oh, like it's, and so I took like a lot of notes about the town which ended up being almost nothing, right? Like there, I have so many, so many yeah. notes on 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 the Bob the prologue. Dylan, yeah, on the prologue on the Bob Dylan character. Um, uh, I I also have a note here saying that the so far the most accurate thing about this game is the main character being related, like the main character wanting to be a musician, getting a con, getting his first concert. The whole town shows up because he's related to another musician. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Nepotism in the music industry is everywhere, and th- it was very funny to see them play off of that as well. Yeah, um, the it was hmm? it was it was really funny in that town because I was like, "This is the amount of like r- revering that people are doing for this character who is dead, for yeah. this for this Bob Dylan character is it's very intense right now. Why yeah. is everyone talking about it? And it's playing on the speakers." It's all over town. I'm like, this is very much. And then, like, ten minutes into the town, it's like, oh, we're in, we're part of the Johnson Vendetti Festival right now. It's the second day of a three day Johnson Vendetti Festival. I'm like, okay, all yeah. right. It's a little less strange. It's 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 what the point of the place is right now. It's the not, whole town is just obsessed with him. He's just Francis Vendetti just, is the one. <laughs> from from nine till five every day, those speakers are just playing Vendetti all day every day. And like I, I want to say as well, I reckon that's probably not the most uncommon thing in terms of, you know, when when there's when there's a small town and there's mm. a big name from that small town, like that, like it, it, it part of the town's identity becomes that this person is from here, totally. um, especially a town, or rather, especially a name that big. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then, so yeah, so so like on the on the cliff overlooking overlooking the town. This is when we meet Violetta, um, who is is wearing like already a space outfit, which is like yeah. I looked at when like that's a cool fucking outfit. The purple color, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's like wires hanging off it, and there's like little modules like on her shoulders and stuff. It's got like what was the game glove, the Nintendo glove, like the, the power glove. Yeah, it's got like power, power glove wires and buttons yeah. on the wrist and shoulders. Yeah. Um, and then she enlists you to move over to another part of the park where she wants you to do basically a sound check um, for what is going to be the after party. Sorry, there's a cat climbing up my chair. Um, for what is going to be the, the after party for, for the concert um, that you that, that, that Francis is, is, is performing in. Um, what, what was our initial impressions of, of Violetta? This section, this whole like... Violetta comes down and says Lightman and and is from space and like comes down for why we ne- don't know and then leaves. Like I found confusing at the time and still found it confusing even at the end. Like I still have no idea why she went there <laughs> and did that. And, and it was like this is a strange moment. It's kind of a bit like. I sort of, when you first get introduced to her, it's kind of a bit like you're just thrown together. And yeah. Then yeah. She's sort of like very much like, I'll, I'll commit crimes to you, purple lady. Tell me what to do. But like, it's yeah, sort I, of. I have that in my notes. 
<laughs> like I literally do too. But like it's like in the dialogue to her, it was very much just like, "Who are you? What's the crime? Okay, I'll do it." Like, yeah. Was, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, the 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 exact wording is, "I'm going to commit a crime," and then just dope. Like I was like, "Oh yeah," like I can. I I already kind of feel the feel the vibe of this game is gonna be is gonna be um my jam. And I think, like, for Francis, I kind of get that whole, like, I want to be doing anything else right now aside from what I'm actually meant to be doing. So, like, hey, you're kind of cool. You're sure that sounds interesting and I won't have to do what I'm doing right now. Like, I kind of I kind of got that, but also it was pretty serious and strange and weird. Yeah. So. I got that just by him wearing the glasses the whole time, just with the, like, <laughs> well, the, like in every single iteration of that costume, there's just the glasses. You that, don't see that, that's what I was thinking, but everybody in the game yeah, wears glasses. You don't, see, every- you don't see anyone's eyes unless Wait. they're the unless they're the five uh, button array. I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, every, every single person is wearing glasses, yeah, aside from yeah. Zom. Yes, the but Zom's eyes are in the five button array. Uh, even I, are they in that as well? Yeah, because I, I think he's the first time you use that where the lights light up. Right, okay. I'm very excited to talk about the five button. Y- yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, fr- from from the top of the cliff, you then you then head back down to the town. Um, this is when we get the, the title sequence um, and like the, the opening credits. Um, all of my notes in this segment segment are just Lena Headey, Jason Schwartzman, Mark Strong, Carl Weathers. Johnny Galvatron. Um, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, then Johnny. That was the first moment I saw. I I looked upon the name Johnny Galvatron. <laughs> yeah, that credit sequence was wild. So nice seeing Lena Headley like play a giant fruit salad lady. Like right, right. <laughs> yes. Um. Uh. Yeah, and then like for, from that point on, you 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 meet um some like some members of the town. They they become. Like, like they don't really become really any characters. They are just there to, to, basically set dress Francis's past. Um, yeah. Th- they don't. They don't really have any 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 like any meaningful moments. There is no moment shared between Francis and these characters. They are there to, to inform you of the kind of town that Francis is from and the the kind of past that he's, uh, running from. But also the the pressure that is being put on him as well um yeah where we meet the the old lady who was obviously in love with um bob dylan um there is there is the like i i cannot remember his name it's it's the johnson johnson vendetti um yeah bob dylan um and the the owner of the club that that francis is going to be playing at and and some other people as well who are just kind of just town locals what was the name of the fake ska band they had it was called like uh, skimp or something something like, like that yeah <laughs> I, I i i forgot it cuz like that was like the first day and then I, it took me a few days before i came back to it the second day and it was like that was so far in the past at that point i totally forgot yeah i'm like oh and it got it gets to the end and like francis walks past them right at the end and i'm like oh yeah this the scamp band or whatever they are <laughs> and there's that what, sorry what? what did you guys think of the house the, the- the late, like the house he lives in up the top, like going up the into the attic. Oh, it's so nice. It's oh, yeah, I wanted it was more the nicest of that. place in town. Like, yeah, I was like, I was hoping there was gonna be more like kind of exploring those little houses and like that, but then obviously gets shoot, shoot, like shot into the cosmos. So yeah, <laughs> which is like, its own reward. But yeah, it was such an interesting like the like you start off in, in that nature park, which is gorgeous. Like I love the environments. Um, but then you you go into the town. 
And it's so strange. It's such a strange way to build a town, like, in rings around the top of a mountain. Mm. And, like, it plays well for the level, right? Because you go around the lower level and then you go up. And like, But it's like it's like a city... It's like a it's like a city you read in a fantasy novel, you know? It's like a dwarven it, fortress. Yeah, it, 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 it's like Minas Tirith from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, just like exactly. in, the, in, the side of the, in the side of the mountain. Um, but it's actually just a sleepy 70s town obsessed with Bob Dylan. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, um, but I, I love the town here as well because they, they had so many... But it was the most calm part of the game, like setting wise yeah. but there was a lot of personality in uh the names for things like the, the scamp band but also i've gotten written down here one of the strange ones it was grunb and sons yes no, g-r-u-n-b and their and their specialty was banking loaning and foreclosing I, i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna correct you on that it's actually grunb and sons and sons it's grunb and sons and sons yeah. sorry i'll write that in there yeah it's, and there were there were so many little parts of that, like where every sign was just like a, a little bit off. It was just a bit of a, a thing there for you to laugh at because you kind of saw it once and then never again. But it was just interesting seeing them sprinkle in personality into this game, even when this was meant to be the this was meant to be the bland baseline. Mm. It was quite actually cool to see them like in that town, like move away from the realism. Yeah, sort of like push on this town that's just like a big kind of pyramid. Yeah, yeah, and and having like that that town, there was a weird level of like I think this town is going through a transition of of like things are moving away from the the quiet folksy nature of it all, and and there was a level of a lot of the smaller like the, w- w- when you when you interact with the woman who's running the bookshop, right? Yeah, and she lets you pick one of the books because she's she's moving to like the lower level or something. Um, on that I thought level. she was moving away from the from the town. <clears> oh, <throat> yeah, yeah. Ma- yeah, maybe. She, yeah, like actually, that that does sound more correct. Like she she was moving away and she was having a closing down sale. Um, th- or a lot of the buildings nearby were a lot more, uh, like higher economic class shops, and there was like th- there was one I saw which was there was called there was a cafe cliche, which I thought was yes. quite funny. Um, but also there was one called Cellar Guards. Which were the experts in disappearing completely? Um, I mm. I don't know what that shop is, but like there was like I think that there is a a funny like this town is going through some some economic shift. Um, it's definitely like some commentary there on progress, I guess. Yeah, them saying like they're moving to another town because the business is better, it's more sustainable, mm. which is sort of like I guess leaving this town a little bit like what's going to be left when the personality goes because if you're going to call the personality a bookshop and like records and like yeah yeah that sort of thing but i uh yeah. i went to school in an area of melbourne that's quite well known for being in the 60s and 70s a place where a bunch of hippies went to live and it was like a it was it's like an artist's area like it's the place you went when you went to be an artist and live and but it's you know like the 60s and 70s which was when i was not alive when i was alive and i was there it became a place and it became even more evident that it was a place that was quite affluent because the people who stayed there had stayed there for years and they sort of built up this wealth. And so when I was there, it was just full of well-off families who could afford it and next to no one else. And so, I, you know, I, I feel like that plays into that kind of vibe that you're saying, Jeremy, where like if the, if the stores are closing down because they're either, they're, they're either not getting enough of a, of a market or like they're not charging enough because they're not, high tier enough like prestige enough yeah 
I don't know. It's an interesting sort of look into that. Yeah. And they never explicitly say that this is the past, but it's clear that like it, it feels like a very retro setting. There's no, I haven't, I didn't see any phones. I didn't see any. The the, the TV was all like like from the seventies. Like the only one that I saw. Like I feel like that's kind of the setting here. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't notice any. Yeah, that there wasn't enough technology. I think to date it in any meaningful way. Um, yeah. Because yeah, like part of me someone could have pulled out a phone and I would have went, okay, like they're on the phone. But like that's still like, depending on the way that phone looked, it could have worked with those, those big TVs that they had in the houses as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So then you go, you go into the house itself and, and you, you, you stop by your mother and, and have a quick chat. Um, and I think I, like uh, I, th- I think at this point is that, is that is this when he says he wants to reinvent himself? Yeah, like he sees the book. He sees the books first, and they're all about every book. I wrote it here. Um, every book was someone pretending to be someone else. Yeah. So no matter which one you pick, it sort of it starts the inspiration for him to be like, "What if I could be someone else?" And so he's he's talking with his mother, and she says things, and he like spaces out, and they do those hard cuts back to reality, like. Which were which were pretty funny and like like a good moment. And he's like, "I think I'm not even going to be here tomorrow." He's he's like completely off with it at that point. I I did get a quote from him at this point, which he says, "I've decided to create the most elaborate stage persona the world has ever seen." Um, yeah, which which I thought was was quite was quite funny. Um, it's quite yeah. fascinating at that point because he's kind of still at that like precipice of being like, like I want to be something but i'm also like behind this big figure head in front of him and he's still kind of like unsure about how to push past that because yeah, he doesn't yeah. want to be a disappointment either like he wants yeah. to be but he also doesn't want to be like oh you know the his kid's shit like <laughs> yeah like the i the idea that johnson vendetti's uh nephew doesn't go up on stage the next day hasn't occurred to him at all like Mm. it's an it's an impossibility that that could occur and then into in like in his room you can see the kind of stuff that he's into which is like science fiction movies and and books and robots and like you know a bunch of nerd shit um you know stuff the stuff that stuff that i've had in my room for a lot of my life um and also uh, like his record player um which which you can explore around his room like the, the only thing i really had to say about his room is like like you know 16 year old me would have fucking loved his room mm-hmm. um and also he's got a like he's got a 2001 po- uh, poster on his wall which i'm like yeah there that's a, that's a it's good i thought you'd like that yeah mm-hmm. um a thing about the house which i am wondering if anyone else picked it up the five symbol thing that we'll get to the five symbols of 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 the music the room that he lives in at the top of the thing the the windows on that room on the outside of the house which you could which you could only see from one tiny section of the map the windows into his room are those are shaped in that way mm. um, right that's funny mm, cuz i looked at that and i cuz cuz i noticed there was a funny shape and the way the camera was pulling in and out at this point, as you approach the house, it pulls out enough to give you a good look at the house, then pulls in almost immediately. And I found the sweet spot where it pulled out enough that I could see the windows. And I was like, 
that's a funny shape for a window. Mm. And my brain went, okay, let's continue on. And then, uh, but yeah. my brain kept that in. And then the moment you see it, uh, uh, when you go outside and you have the, 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 the encounter with the third kind, um, the, <laughs> it was, um, I was like, oh, okay. Like there's something happening here with, with the, with the symbol and, um, it, yeah, I'm glad you noticed that. I I didn't recall that personally. Um, That's really fucking cool. <laughs> but it makes me, it it kind of there was something that happened as soon as this happened for me in this scene, where it's like, okay, Francis went to bed, and then he woke up. Did he ever actually wake up, or is this all a dream? Right? And so, like, the and part progresses. of my pa- pardon, but time progresses. But maybe he's just in his room strapping together his outfit the whole time in his head, you know? Like, I, like the, and, it, and it's open-ended by the end anyway, which yes. I like. Yes. It could very easily have actually happened or not have happened. And he missed the show and he turned up for the after party with his new persona that he spent all night and all day creating the backstory for in his head. And maybe he was inspired by his strange window pattern on the roof, right? And maybe... He was he was inspired by this person and that, and someone said Lightman, so he thought of it, and this and it was a perfect place for this one building to suddenly have something that was in it that wasn't there before, and like all of that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, as soon as he went to sleep and woke up again, I'm like, is this all a metaphor? Is this all allegory? Is this all a dream? I don't know. Well, let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. There's some legs there. Like it, you could take it either way because it is left pretty open ended, but. Mm. I find it interesting when you get like back to like Violetta. Spoilers for the end of the game, obviously. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> jumping ahead, um, but like how sh- how they kind of end things there. That kind of was what put me towards like maybe this is all just him having a little vision quest in his bedroom with his sewing machine and some glitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like, been there. and 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 the the very end shot of the car then existing after all the story has has ended and the car flies away like you know like that's like a cheeky like oh what is it real or not and like and yeah, yeah it's and, like the it's like the topper in inception <laughs> yeah yeah and like the the, the whole point of the story is that, is that yeah it can be transplanted into the real world and like so it fits and doesn't affect the real world in any meaningful way as well like it, it is able to be put in and then excuse me and then cut out without it messing anything up um which which i thought was done quite well like you know yeah like like you said utilizing the the abandoned building in the town and stuff as well i thought was a really Mm. good a really good um addition yeah and it was fun like it like either way like thinking that along the way was like oh i don't know and like even even with that sort of perspective in mind going through the story was like oh maybe this is him just justifying a ziggy stardust persona like but like that's kind of cool it's cool getting to play the the linear narrative that he's constructing if that's the case yeah as yes. as the as the game like that's that's really cool yes um and and if we decide it's real then that's even that's also cool yeah, like, yeah <laughs> totally right like and and the, the 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 crux of it being like you know like him going to find himself on this on this journey of self-discovery is like yeah like you know what like it doesn't fucking matter. Like it, it, it's real to him, and that's all that 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 is that is all that matters, really. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's it's. I like that they don't try to like make you pick. It's just what you take is what you take. Yeah. It almost at times seems to me like 
maybe this is like the story he's telling his like fans later on where mm. like this happened and that happened and like how he built himself which again i'm 100 percent all right with like it's a it's a fun ride like mm-hmm. which is hilarious because again jumping ahead the, the the moment that you have to start creating your own like like because you decide where your uh like your persona's backstory is from again inside of the game it it mm-hmm. it has the, it has that 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 double hit of he is rehearsing a story that he has told people that hasn't happened um even though he's currently in the he's currently also in the story that also has, has potentially not happened um yeah. which which is allows him to believe it even more um which is which is so good. This game's good. I like this game. <laughs> well, th- that's what we usually do at the beginning of the thing is we say like, how much do we like this game? I, I really liked this game. Yeah, yeah. What about, how about how about you, Alex? What did you land on it? I liked it. I I think again wasn't hundred percent sure what I was getting myself into, mm. but I, I don't think that was a bad thing. Mm. That kind of like being along for the ride of this game in particular, I think, is not a bad thing. Totally. Yeah. Pick it up and jump in. I think I would have been more, I had a good idea of what it was because I listened to Kind of Funny a lot and Tim from there raved about this game when it came out in 2021. Weird way to say that. It's not how we say those dates at the moment. Um, and so I had, a, I had a good idea of what it was with the sort of, I knew it wasn't particularly mechanically complex. I knew it was just sort of like a musical adventure. Um, if I If I had been, if I had the, if someone had told me, Oh, you get to play your own guitar and you really feel like you're part of the music. And I'd and I'd had that in my head and I got to this game. I think I would have been a bit disappointed with how with how that was implemented. Um, just because at the end of the day, there had to be some limitation for everyone to be able to do it, right? It had to be accessible for everyone and yeah. not be like a guitar simulator. But um yeah, at the end of the day, I really liked it. I, I accepted it on its terms, which I think this game needs you to do. I think without that, you'd you'd struggle. Um but it's such a feast for the eyes and the ears. I really enjoyed it, and and playing it with Sam as well. Sam loved it. Yeah, I think what, the thing that would continuously throw me was just how pretty all of the this like the the settings and the set pieces were, which we haven't even got to yet in our thing because the the prologue, while like the prologue is probably the slowest point in the game, like and it feels like it takes a lot longer than what it actually does, and I think because once you get into the game, it goes like a mile a minute for the entire time. Um, but like even, even like, you know, in the woods and in the town and stuff, like it's Mm. such a pretty game. The art is so, so well put together, the light coming through the trees and like, just like the quality of texture and the, the, the fun depth of field on the camera for when things are really far away. Um, there was a game that came out in 2014 which had a similar kind of art style to it it wasn't nearly as technically um uh like high definition as this um uh, i think while you're, i think it was while you're trying to find it mm. did did anyone else have the thought because this whole game has the characters on their side the whole time and when you turn it's just like the character goes to the other side and funny thing I noticed was like the guitar be- like basically goes upside down when you turn around and then like goes the other way, which is like impossible. But anyway, um, did anyone was anyone else ever reminded of Angela Anaconda, the the, the like ABC like cartoon, which was basically just like 
the same thing, like 2D, like whenever you're looking at the feet, it's like their two feet are on the side facing the same way. And it the, the design of that one kind of looks like uh kind of like a collage, like they cut out pictures of people and put them on the thing and that's how they animated them. So they were all like just at the joints and a bit loosey-goosey. This had a very similar vibe to me of that. Mm. Uh, it's I, quite cool, like the foreground, background, like mid-ground, how they did that. Because mm. it's like the whole thing pushes together into an image, but having the characters on that one little foreground like center part mm. really it feels nice i don't know how to like put words to it properly because i'm not an artist yeah <laughs> right like, yeah it, it's easy to like look at that like plane all as a flat piece like yeah yeah 100 the, the 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 game that it reminded me of is called stick it to the man um which is a hmm. fun science fiction game about like mind control um it but like it it is like it is again like a all the characters are 2d the world is on like a on on a single on a single plane but um yeah like the like the the 3d world itself is 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 quite deep um even though you can't actually explore explore it um carrie you just had an audible reaction i think to stick it to the man uh i pulled up the steam page and the the first trailer started playing and it says zoink presents yeah yes made me laugh (laughs) um and at this point there's a knock at the door in the middle of the night like you you put on a record before you go to bed to sort of chill out knock at the door it's an alien voiced by jason schwartzman (laughs) um uh and you then sort of get told how to play the guitar uh what what did we make of zom the alien by jason schwartzman I'm looking up who Jason Schwartzman is. I think that was when it got weird for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, am I going to get my brain sucked out? Like, what's going on? Yeah. I, I I liked that section a lot because it was the first time you get the guitar mm. to just play. But also, it's the first time where the uh, where the environment reacts to you as you play the guitar where the, all the lights turn on as you're playing and I, I really enjoyed that um how good was it like running through the different parts and then like strumming the guitar just to see shit in the background <laughs> yeah like, yeah the lights come alive the plants open up oh uh, it was to the point i liked it so much. i kind of was just always playing if i could yeah um, same i i think i we- i held down square to shred for the entirety of the game <laughs> Yeah. It seemed like they were encouraging you to do that just to keep that song like going. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh yeah, but in the in the town when this first happens, um Francis says, How did you organize this to Zom? Or maybe that's one of the, the questions that you can ask. And I and I read that and I, I had to write it down because it, it was so funny to me that you you meet an alien for the first time and you're like, How did you organize all these lights? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I, I, the like lining up the entire town was delightful, but also just like it was so, it felt so immediately rewarding, um, lighting up any section of the town, and it, it, it honestly reminded me of um, Power Wash Simulator, because um, <laughs> oh, I was, yeah. I was hitting every single one to make the town correct and light it up in a way that was just so good. And yeah, so, don't miss a spot. Yeah, so so rewarding in my in in it was giving me the good brain chemicals. I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. 
Um, Where, where's that game? Power Decorator Simulator, where yeah. you're just like spraying like fairy lights all over like buildings, <laughs> while it's also a guitar that you are shredding the um, exactly the, the entire yeah. Time. yeah or a guitar, yes. Mm. Um, yeah, and then you 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 head on over to the um to the oh, what's what's the, what's the name of the building again? The the abandoned building. Flightman's, isn't it? Lightman's. Oh yeah, it is just called Lightman's. Yeah. Like and you you walk in and it's a it's like a train terminal or like a yeah. Like a, a just transport terminal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um you meet Lightman, um, Carl Weathers, just just so cool. So cool. So so That was a good casting. Such a good fucking casting. He um, almost had a line that was like, Baby, you get us do going and and it wasn't quite it, but why do you? It, why, why is that your Carl Weathers go to every single time you and I talk about Carl Weathers? Because <laughs> I've watched a lot of Arrested Development. <laughs> is it? Is it like? Is it happen a lot in that show, or does he say it once? But, just, just one of those things that you. That you well, picked. he says it like four times in the one episode. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. You then sign a contract via saying like by like via verbal communication it's very long and it talks about um owning of music rights and stuff which is all it's all very funny music producing like terms of like whatever you make you don't own sort of thing Mm. um and then the exact moment that you leave the building i don't exactly remember what what happens immediately after this you go to the cosmic extraordinary and it's your everyone's own individual path, and it's that like ribbon through the nebula. That's right, and it, that's the first time you really see what the game is like to play. Um, yeah, you, you are and running. It's, it's how you get to the cosmic lung the first time. That's right. Um, when I first played this section with all of the stunning visuals, I was worried that they were going to put out the best part of the game right then and there, and I was going to be left with the rest of the game going, "Oh, I wish it was as good as this part." Um, that that was quickly uh, put to bed, and yeah. turns out this was just the beginning of a really awesome looking game from the start to finish. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it was, it it was like that. It, I I don't know how I felt about this section, just because I think I was thinking too much about the mechanics of like, oh, it's different for everybody, but also we're all here. Right. Yeah. I don't know that that I don't know that just put me off a bit, I guess. But <laughs> this is a nitpick. Uh Alex, did you have any 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 thoughts about the the first time you you can really run and tread at the same time? Um I had a similar thing where I was kind of it felt really good and like you just want to like keep doing it. Mm. And it was kind of like the similar thing you said before about like holding the for me it was the, the square the X button down. <laughs> oh right. Yep, yep. <laughs> Xbox. Um <laughs> Yeah, um, but like holding it down, but also just feeling out how that interacts into the world. Yeah. I think it was almost one of those things where I wish there was a bit more kind of like decision there with like different sounds you could play. Like maybe if you played a different sound, it would be a different color or like. I 100% agree. Yeah, th- th- I think, yeah, the the actual movement with the guitar, like it, uh, th- th- there were two things that, that I think I did want more from. And yeah, you're right. Like that was one of them. Even if it was like, moving the other stick to increase or decrease the pitch like a whammy bar. Um, oh, yeah, because that right stick is doing nothing. Yeah. Although I suppose you can't hold square and the right, and use the right stick. But. Yeah, I suppose. Um, also, those triggers are doing nothing. Well, yeah, like that, that's the thing, right? There was, there was a lot of buttons that I think could have been used. 
Um, similarly, um, which we'll, we'll, we'll get to like the actual music playing later. Um, but the other thing that, that I wanted was when you grab a ledge, you stop playing. Yeah. And that was the most like, no. <laughs> just, like, yeah, right. It was just like really great music. And then someone stops and then starts yeah. again. And I'm like, oh, just just give it to me. Just let just don't have ledges. Let me jump or miss. Like, yeah. just let me I keep the going. Ledges were a funny inclusion, actually. Like, yeah. Because when it first taught me how to use ledges, I was like, oh, is this going to be a real thing throughout this game? I'm gonna yeah, like a platformer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, I wonder if that was mostly just there to, just for the start, like where that, like oh, we teach you to jump because there's a ledge. Jump. <laughs> I, 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 I don't yeah, know. I guess. It, yeah, it, it, mm. it was strange. Um, but yeah, the the, but the moment what, you enter enter this area, you then gain the double jump. Yes, that's right. And, when it, when it all becomes a bit more magical, and you do so lose it the moment. Double jump. Yeah, totally right. If, oh, if, losing it was brutal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that just was one of the constantly things. pressing double jump to do the strum in the air, and it just was not happening. And, and that was one of the things where I noticed, like, oh, like I, that that did put me more in the camp of like none of this was actually real, sort of thing, because mechanically the game actually reverted back to what it was, um, which I did think right. was interesting. Yeah, no, that is interesting, and like I, I did love that that double jump as oh, the, well the triple jump where you if you start the strum in mid air then you do that that big flourish and you get a bit more that distance. extra glide kind of thing yeah and I found and I found myself doing that fairly frequently even when I didn't have to because it was one of those ways to introduce intentionality in the music playing yeah like that you like because you, you didn't have that many options it was either always playing sliding down a hill with circle or B, like if you have the opportunity or yeah, or you can do the jump strum. And it's like, those were kind of your only other ways to play. And the only other, other thing you could do was like when you decided to stop playing. Mm. Um, but I wrote down that it was kind of, it, it was annoying me. It, yeah. It, I wrote this down here. It feels a bit like there's no one good place to stop a riff. Like you can't like end a phrase and have that be really satisfying because the whole thing is meant to loop and keep going and yeah. stop and meant to be able to come in at any point and drop out at any point. And so while it was, it meant that it was nice while it was happening, I couldn't start one and then be like, oh yeah, I really hit that beat and finish one and be like, oh yeah, I really finished that. And so, yeah, that was another thing that led to me just like holding it. Cause like it wasn't satisfying to start or stop. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree with you. There was a part later on where there was a very long song that was playing in one of those sections. And I, 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 I time, I was listening to the music and I timed it by getting to the end at the moment that I wanted to. Yeah. And instead of allowing the note to play out, it just hard cut. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh I wanted, I wanted that to feel good. Um, yeah. And it's hard. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you do that really without making right? the, without making it more complex and then far less accessible. Yeah. Um, it's quite, I think for a game this length, it's, 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 it, it works. It's yeah. fine. But if the game was longer, it would you'd start to notice it so much more. Like you'd be like, you'd be want to get those perfect little note finishes. You'd yeah. want a little bit of change in your guitar, which the game is longer as well. You'd hope that there's a bit more like like music diversity there with the sound, like maybe another intro element. I don't know, like Yeah, would, that's a really good point that like that it lasts as long as it can without staying it's well without us saying it's welcome yeah i was thinking if like because there's there's three planets you go to for the most part if if there was if there was a fourth 
I, I would have like, like okay like something needs to like change up here but I think three was was the exact length it could have been um yeah um the I think now might be a good time to just to throw it to a break um because mm-hmm. after this the game just get goes into like the highest gear and will not stop and I think I think I think this is a good halfway point um God, the music and everything. I gotta, I gotta talk and do the music at the same yeah, time. Yeah, man. It's it. This is like, what a whole thing to manage. Anyway, we're gonna go to a break, um, and we will be right back after this. And we're back. More Ooh. mini disc. More artful escape. With Alex and Kerry and me, Jeremy. Uh, I went to change the scene just then um, to bring us to the three cam and I had to look at it for about two seconds to try and find the right one because it's one that we just never use. Um, I <laughs> this is going to ruin me for the for Minimap cast, <laughs> Kerry. This is going to absolutely destroy me. I noticed that you counted down and then it didn't go immediately. I'm like, what's happening? Is there a... Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe there's just a delay on the button. No, nope. <laughs> I was just looking for it. I was just looking for it. Um, That's funny. So where we were up to before we went to the break um, was uh, Francis had gone through uh, the cosmic extraordinary, um, or the extraordinary. I don't remember if the word cosmic was in it or not. No, um, it's got it yeah. is cosmic. Okay, because I I think. I almost called myself the Cosmic Extraordinary when you get to name it because I was like, that sounds great and familiar. Why do I... It's part of the game. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so at this point, we then make our way to um, the heart um, where it is like the... Uh, the like lung? The lung, the lung, the lung. The lung, yeah. The lung. One of, one of the respiratory systems. Um, <laughs> the uh, spleen. Yeah, um, which is kind of a de facto like home base i guess for you in between levels um mm. it is this weird club nightclub disco like auditorium that is spaceship that is also a cruise ship yeah it is yeah. also like a it, it is a place where where people go for for cruises that like this <laughs> this game is so weird like for all in his purposes these cruise ships probably last for eternity, like for eternity, right? Like there is no of the voyage. Yeah, like like yeah. The I don't know if anyone ever actually gets off the ship or actually gets on the ship. It just yeah. seems like a thing that is just a, like a like a galactic constant. Um, it's quite a like I like that it is called the lung because it it feels like an organism. Like yeah, not just yeah. when you look at it from the outside and it looks all gross, yeah. but like it's it's like with all the people inside and the movement, like does feel like you're a part of this like big living thing mm, mm. and there's like and, and th- there's different um th- there's different uh layers in it as well similar to um the town of calypso from the from the prologue um there's like captain's quarters and there's the there's the the top where there's all of the um there's all of the gear that um by letter is working on and the middle layer is discos and the auditorium and places mm. where you can dance which is a f- weird mini game um inclusion oh so strange it, it press, th- press the guitar buttons to pull some shapes yeah and you can just <laughs> yeah did, 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 did you do those alex did you do the dancing yeah, yeah oh my god it was it was very much just like it was only like a couple though wasn't it, it was there wasn't too many no there was I remember like three there was a later section where you got had to take photos and it was just kind of like me being like 
Yeah. 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 Doing like, like YMCA. Just arms in the air, like hands out. Like there was like three. <laughs> yeah. Um. How, yeah. how do we feel about about the lung? Um. As a as a location, as a as a symbol, as as a, as but even just as a place to to walk around, right? Like, how do yeah. we feel about it? Well, Jeremy, you know me. You know that as soon you as... love lungs, I know this about you. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love breathing. Yeah. Um. No, but like as soon as I'm in like an area where I can explore all of the things, and it's going to change every time I come back. I got to go to every room to see what's different this time, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what I appreciated about the lung was that it wasn't too big, but it was big enough that it was it was fun to explore each time yeah. and worthwhile. And each of the zones were distinct. Um, it did feel like it was alive. Like, you know, the there was that main sort of uh, bar that you walk through on the way in. It was almost like um reminded me of like a a bar in a in a fancy train carriage. You know right. what I mean? Um. And that had a lot of people in it the first time. When you come through the second time, it's empty because they're all listening to the to, to Lightman play. And then come through the third time, and you, you're kind of not paying attention to that anymore because the stakes have risen. And it, it did feel alive. And also, it had all of these different aliens on it, like all of those, and they're all like jittering and, and just sort of like bustling around. And like it was either how they danced or moved, or they just were. Um, and it was they were definitely all dancing. That was the, the vibe I got. The fruit was, salad people. Yeah. Yeah. The vibe I got was that they were all enjoying the music. Yeah, even when it was like intermission or the show hadn't started yet, and you you talk to Zom and Zom's like, "Oh yeah, we stole this this uh, this auditorium from Vienna. They've got so many of them over there. Over there, you could just pack, practically walk away with it. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> that was such a funny joke. I remember that. And he said he stole he stole a building from Vienna. Uh, so yeah, I I really liked it. I thought it was fine. I thought it was a it was a, a serviceable. Uh, way to create a, a breather in between each chapter. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Alex? I really liked to, there was the elevator, how that had mm. the character little portraits for where they were. Yeah. So yeah. You, you kind of yeah. were someone who didn't want to explore the whole thing. You could just like go straight to them if you wanted to. Yeah. Like, not having to go back and forth between each of the three layers to find, like the, the one person I want, I'm, I'm looking for was like, it was very, very appreciated having those there. Hmm. And as someone who wanted to see every room, it meant that I wasn't stumbling across cutscenes accidentally either. So that was great. <laughs> the negative version of that. Yeah, right. Um, uh, that was a positive, Jeremy. It's good. Yeah, no, I meant, yes, I meant reverse. You mean um, like a flip, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, the, the person who is running a coat shop that is, that, is, that is also, like, that was very funny and very, like, very weird and silly. I didn't understand the bit. What? What was their deal? Yeah, like I every time you went there, they're just like, oh, closest shot is like. Yeah, so my, I think my understanding was the bit was that he would go up to people and say, "May I take your coat?" and they would say yes, and then he would take their coat and then on sell it to someone who wanted to buy a coat. Yeah, that was the vibe <laughs> I was getting. Like he was running some sort of purchasing thing, and like he would always close the shutter on you because at the very first interaction, he kind of like exposes that he's running a racket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then, and it's that thing where if you walk to the far right of the corridor and look down the corridor, there's just a pile of clothes in the corner. Yeah. Like, what the fuck's going on down there? <laughs> a lot more sense now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that that was a cool place as well because that changed as like, oh, all of a sudden there's Vendetti shirts. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, there was like there was already merch there, um, which 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 was cool. Um, 
And yeah, you sort of you, you hang around here. You get to spend a little bit more time with the characters, um, specifically Lightman and and um, uh, Violetta. Um, there's a it it they they have like they have some level of like tension between the two. You don't really get a whole lot just yet, aside from like, hey, there is tension. Um, yeah, like business partners. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but like business partners that probably like they should have stopped being in business together for a bit, like for, for like it's overdue them, them breaking up at this point. Um, there's a, there's a part in, in Violet's studio, which is like this, like, like backstage for like a stage, right? It is all lights and equipment and stuff. And, um, I think this is when Francis looks around and goes like, wow, all of this stuff is incredible. And I don't even know what any of it is basically. Mm. Um, there was a little screen just past her workshop, which had like an alien on it, which you could that like purple thing. Yeah, and you could talk to mm. it. Really? So, okay, so, so so this this is what this is what I'm confused about. The, I managed. To, I think it, may, it might have been the second time I come to the lung, but there was a there was a talking prompt for that alien on the screen, and you basically talk to it, and it says, "Oh, don't mind me." And that's it. And I was like, what is this thing doing here? And then it never happened again. And I was wondering if either of you two interacted with this thing at all. I wonder if I did that and then completely forgot. But like, like there, there was no, no... I have no recollection of that. No, Alex? No, anything? I did, like, yeah. but a similar thing, like I didn't really get anything past. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't something I'd seen anywhere else in the game either. No, and so like, like I thought it was going to be like another character that was going to show up or something, but it, because it's such, it's in, it's in Violetta's workshop, right? Like, it's, mm. it's not really a place where all the, all the attendees are. But okay, yeah, right. Um, maybe there's a secret achievement or something for it. I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, mm. but yeah, like they, they have, they have like some conversations, and then you sort of head back down, and you then get thrown into this ice world. Yeah. Um, can I can I just ask, what yeah. do you two think about the concept of you being thrown somewhere and like you're constantly being broadcast to this to this like hedonistic cruise ship while you're like <laughs> in these like dangerous environments, just just playing the guitar as you like explore to find a way off a planet. Like it's such a it's such a strange concept. I think it's cool. I think it's um like it it's it's you know, okay, quite different question for you, Carrie. How do you know that's not happening to you right now? Hmm? Like it, like there's, <gasps> right? Like I, I think, I think the Truman Show. Yeah, right. Um, I think it made sense for this to because like they weren't gonna have a concert in between each each level, um, because hmm. the the actual musical, like the musical adventures that you're going on, they sort of need to speak for themselves. Um, yeah. And so I, I think I really liked it as a, as like a narrative as a narrative device to allow the crowd to get behind you and really root for you. Um, yeah, and you didn't have to catch anyone up on anything, and and there was no yeah. I don't believe you, you, and you didn't have to play music when you were on the ship. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think I think it worked really well as a, as a, as a device to allow the story to push forward without you having to actually go onto that stage and and do the thing. Um, mm. uh, yeah, Alex. Um, sorry, I'm just regaining train of thought. Yeah. Um, I'm still thinking about the Truman Show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aren't we all? It was kind of, it was, it's interesting in a way because like it, it kind of 
I like what you were saying, brings in the audience as a like them watching and like building hype for him. Mm. But it also kind of for me was sort of that reality TV kind of thing. Mm. Or it kind of seemed like a lot of the characters in that weren't too like like they were just kinda of like, Yeah, you're on your own kid. Like, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kinda of like they they want to see what happens and it's almost feels like that kind of like even if he fails, they're gonna enjoy it. <laughs> like and, yeah. so the they comment on that as well, right? Where they like, mm. like when you first get to that planet, and and they and he says like, oh, like is this dangerous? And Violetta says like, oh yeah, like even I don't come here. Um, yeah. And they have that moment of like in the in the in the desert, I think, where it's like, yeah, like look, like this is all a lot because if you die, it's still content, basically. Um, oh yeah, the viewers of viewers are going up because like you're in serious danger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's an interesting commentary, I think. Like, even mm. if it's not like the main commentary, but it still pops up a few times that I think it's an interesting angle. Like, yeah, because of course this is his journey, but like the other people don't care about his journey; they just want a oh, good show. And his, and his journey's only happening means, for yeah. for the sake of the denizens of the lung. Exactly. It's it's quite fascinating. Like, it's yeah. Mm. And so you're on this this ice planet. Um, does, it, does this ice planet have a name? I didn't I didn't, I didn't catch the name. Of they this all one. did. I I don't remember. Yeah, they're all they're all science fiction names. Um, like, I'll, I'll look up my I'll look up the trophies because right. like each trophy was like complete uh, glimmer dim, which was the city in the second one. Yeah right. Um, um but yeah, like you you you're on this on on this snow planet. Um, and you are there basically to, uh, like go to the. Uh, to, to to reach the Star Gordon stuff, right? It's it's to the, the, <laughs> the plot started to lose me at points because I was just kind of focused on like the actual um like background. You're there to basically have more tales, right? It's 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 to to get ex- like all all of this different experience so that he can actually play. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so the the planet is called Heliotroms. Heliotroms, right? Okay. Um, and you, you were you were then trying to reach Star Gordon, um, so that he can. Is it so he can do an interview, or is it so he can book you? Uh, he's your way back home. That's the thing. It's like every time you go to the planet, it's like, how do I get back to the lung now that I'm not on the lung? And it's like you gotta you gotta find Star Gordon. Right. Okay. And so, yeah, so like, so like, and, and this is when you start to actually experience what the game is for its mechanics, which is running and jumping and gliding, and then the actual mechanic of the playing the guitar with the yeah. the, the five buttons. Um, you start to get a little bit more, uh, like, like, like some some genuine, like, oh, like, okay, like this is maybe not what you expected. Two buttons at once, three buttons at once, pressing them all mm. in the right, uh, like, in uh, at the right times. Um, how do we feel about the guitar playing mechanic? <laughs> the five button array. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I want. I, I wanted it to be harder, but I also didn't want to have any more trouble with it than what I was doing. Exactly. I didn't want to have moments where I failed. Yeah. I, you go, Alex. I I think as I I failed a lot, and like I think a big part of it was just kind of remembering when it started getting really fast. Yeah, and I, it almost felt like it wanted me to fail, so mm. then it would like stop, and then you'd have to like reassess, and you would get there eventually. But it mm. kind of, I don't know, because it's not it's not a, a series of shapes that 
you've seen in any other game. Like it's not a codified series of shapes. Like if it was like the four face buttons, like the diamond yeah. face buttons, that 100%. would be easier than the the top three buttons on the bottom and the two shoulder buttons on the top. Yeah. Because it was funny. Because then my right thumb is doing three. My right finger is doing one on the so then my right hand is doing four of the buttons, but then one of them one of them's over there on the left. It's just yeah. So yeah. Well, welcome to I think what is maybe my biggest complaint with the game. I think what should have happened is it should be the top three buttons on the face buttons and the top three and the and up, left and right on the directional pad as well. Mm. Oh. And the yeah, the, the, so you're the, just the, using your thumbs. Yeah, you, like so, like I'm using my thumbs and I'm using my two fingers, but I can use like say say for the middle button, which is usually triangle or Y, um, that can either be up on the D pad or triangle or Y, um, so that I can for for the for the top three face buttons oh, I can use either of them at any oh, at any time. Yeah, okay. So that, that way I've got sense. both hands on on the two areas of buttons. And yeah. both my and uh, both of my fingers on the trigger, on yeah. sorry on the on the the bumpers R one and R one, because it would throw me off every time when I had to press the left bumper and any of the face buttons, mm. only because they're so close to each other on the on the mm-hmm. little grid and on the controller they are at like almost opposite ends. Um, it would it would always like part of my brain would just twist just as just a little bit every single time it would happen. Yeah, I, I was frequently pausing before pressing buttons. Yeah. Um, Definitely, but, yeah, it, was, it wasn't easy to understand. And especially when you saw it on different, like, iterations of, like, what would you call it, like a rhythm challenge kind of thing? Yeah, like a... Like a like, yeah, like, like a melody challenge. Yeah. Rhythm, yeah. melody, memory. Like, it was kind of bizarre because then... I'd always Simon Says point, really is what it was. Yeah, like, oh my, yeah, Simon Says, perfect. Like, I always would mix up not the shoulder bumpers, but I would mix up the three, like, top, like, the XYA. On our feet. XYA on Nintendo. But, like, there we go. Um, Nintendo at heart. Uh, it's, like, I always would mix up those three buttons where I'd end up doing the shoulder bumper instead of the X and run into the problem there where it would be like dun dun yeah yeah, yeah. And, it, and it was never too punishing but it was it's like that guitar hero problem when you when you get to like a sustain note at the end of the song and you just happen to miss it and mm. all of a sudden the end of the song is just empty because you missed the entrance to the note and it's so unsatisfying yeah mm. i found like, like yeah. some of them chunked up a bit because you'd have like it was a a Y like at the same time or like the shoulder bump yeah. and A and it would be at the same time but then sometimes it wouldn't unlock until you did like one and the other. Yes. You know, it just, had like a very quick succession. Yeah. I or, think what it was if you were holding the previous note and you press the next note mm-hmm. it wouldn't activate. That was what I tended to notice. So I, I, I always had to make sure I took my took yeah. my finger off whatever I was mm. pressing before that to, before the next one. It was always which, yeah, in, really didn't help. Individual notes or two at the same time, but it was never one then the other then take off the first. Yeah. Which yeah, like it that also did trip me up as well. Um mm. what I did really like about this, however, was at the end of every one of these little little matches that you've got you would always start to see the lights light up before the, like, I guess, opponent was playing it. 
And so yeah. then you would start to get in sync. Then you would start to mm. play the same notes as the alien that you were playing with slash against um, at the same time. And you would then create this like, oh, like we're actually playing it. Like it happens like the first time um, you like learn the mechanics from Zom. But like when it really started to hit for me was on this line. I was like, oh, okay. Like, like where, like I'm, I'm following your, like your lead. And then we are playing together in like a, in like a really mm. uniform way that I was like, you know what? Like that's a really cool thing that they did. Um, because yeah. every time you were playing in um in unison, it was like, oh yeah, yeah, I like I like that. Very was very satisfying when you did line up, like when you saw it, like oh even when you'd lost and you were doing it again, yeah, because then you knew the pattern, you could do it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, satisfying and tickled a good part in my brain. Yeah, like it's that good, bam. <laughs> yeah, especially when the lights in the background start moving around as well. Like yeah, yeah, and kind of and. And those final notes, they really build the chords underneath it. Like the cadence of the thing is that it's those classic resolution chords. You know, it's that it's those moments of resolution we're not getting from the whale button, right? Where it's like, bah, 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 and it's like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's like that every time, which, which was good. I didn't get sick of it. Um, 100%. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, then then we move on um, to to actually meeting uh, with 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 Star Gordon. Like yeah, that, that 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 was his name, right? Star Gordon. Like that was yeah. yeah. Um, and then you sort of have this weird, like he, he's a very untrustworthy character at the beginning. I think, or like that's what my partner said who was watching the game while I was playing it. But I was like, oh, I think this guy's great, and my partner's like. I don't trust him. Like, <laughs> well, they also they made such a big deal about how dangerous everything was, and this was like the point of where you were going, right? So this must have been the point of the danger, and then you kind of went on this trip with him. Yeah, and then he makes a joke about like eating you, um, and doesn't. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. But, oh, Lightman never came back when he knew we planned to eat him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, you, you have this initial conversation with him, and then you have this weird like. 60s talk show segment where yeah. where where you're sort of going back and forth and like he's he's asking you very very like like very leading questions intentionally like a talk show does so that you then say a specific kind of answer and it's all it's all planned ahead um but this is the the part where you decide your backstory mm. um i actually didn't really enjoy the sequence um, only because I think it was too dialogue heavy and too dialogue choice heavy that I I I I I just I just kind of didn't really connect with this as much. Like I like the the the, the decisions you make like um like further uh Im impact your character's backstory later on when he starts to tell everybody where he is every every uh five seconds. But um I think this actual section for me just didn't really do a whole lot. Well, Star Gordon didn't really have that many unique responses to your unique answers. Yeah, that was probably so. Part you of could it. pick whatever, and you'd be like, "Hmm, yes, interesting." And then the next thing, yeah. yeah, I don't know if it was just when I played, but like similar thoughts. But I think I had like stopped playing just before that section, right? And then when I jumped back in, I was like, "Oh, this is not what I finished up on." Like, <laughs> I don't know whether it, like auto looped me to the next checkpoint or like I was just that close and I hadn't quite made it yeah right but 
And I was kind of thinking, oh, maybe this is like a thing when you like jump back into the game where it's just kind of like talk show. <laughs> like maybe this is like a game mechanic. Like this is kind of cool. Funny. And then of course did jumped in again. That didn't happen. I was like, okay, cool. But like it, it was quite interesting because I, I guess I was sort of feeling like, hey, what happened to what I was doing? yeah that's kind of of the end of that whole level isn't it like you do the interview with stargord and then he sends you off into space and you're back on the lung all of a sudden right is that that how that plays out no 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 Uh, that's not how that plays out no there's there's another section in the in the recording studio yeah this is this is this is the halfway moment isn't it pardon because you you do you you play for a creature that's like you have to impress me and like, and yeah. that like sends you off into space, and that's how you get back to the line. Yeah, that, that was why I thought there was a purpose to going to Star Gordon, which was there was something about because he's like a talent agency or something. Yeah, he's the agent, I think. Yeah, and then he's the agent who you need to get managed by. Then yeah, for you to I'm book the sure gig this, with yeah. the thing that you have to impress. That wasn't the Glamagon, which I really thought it was. I thought it was, it was as well. Else. Yeah, I was like, oh, we're already doing a Glamagon, cool. And then no one commented the fact that I just like impressed mm. the Glamagon. And I was like, why is no one talking about this? Isn't that like his whole thing? Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. So then, then there's the part in the recording studio where you like, he starts to tell you like, basically like, like play better or like, like, pl- like play better music, which I thought was funny. Um, and you then after go that, back into that folk song stuff again. Yeah. Francis is still kind of like, oh, I like folk music. That's who I'm no. supposed to be. Yeah and, yeah, and he starts talking about, um, like, oh, like, this is serious music and the stuff that I was playing before is, like, nonsense. Hmm. Um, but but then, yeah, then he goes on and um, st- impresses another creature who then, um, does the creature eat you or does it just, like, open... And open no, it turns, it gets, like, jet engines and, like, shoots off into space and you, like, follow alongside it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then there's sick. another rhythm section there. Yeah, and that was another yeah another rhythm and then game. Jumping onto those stages. And, Playing yeah. this game in in what what was basically two sittings was interesting because so many sections of this game are so like they, they move to the next location so quickly. Even if it's from being on the lake um, where the where this creature is to being in the sky yes. with where this creature is, I don't I don't always have a through line in my head of them because they move so far so quickly mm. um yeah that, i'm i'm struggling to piece it together and i'm usually quite good at that like but it does go from kind of like one nonsense thing to the next nonsense thing mm, mm. um which is fine it was great yeah like it was like it was enjoyable <laughs> the entire time but yeah like there is a level of like recording this like if if you ask me next week which part came first i probably would not be able to tell you um yeah uh, yeah, like, does is there any more like any more feelings on the ice planet? I I quite liked I do the amount of like background that would react to your music. Like it happens in mm. in all of them, but I think I noticed that like quite a lot in this one more than the other two planets. Yeah, what what a, I re- oh sorry, you go, Alex. Now you. I've got mine written down here. That I said um, playing in the snowy forest with the large springy Mass Effect Reapers. Purple glowing skyscraper crabs was great. Um, I'm glad you commented on the Mass Effect Reapers as well. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> and they were really cool. Like you'd play, mind. and then they'd all wake up, and then they were, they shot out lasers out of their heads, and it was like, whoa, <laughs> this forest is great. Catch <laughs> heaven. Um, yeah, I um, um kind of a similar thing with like going through that level, but I think 
it seemed a lot like they were trying to train you to look at the background and interact with yeah. it. Yeah, like it, it was run a, through the weather. <laughs> it, it was such a obvious background, like notice mm. me section, definitely. In a good definitely way. got me for the other planets. Like, what's going to happen here? Yep. I'm playing yeah. the guitar. Movement. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I wasn't paying as much attention to it until Sam started being like, "Wow, this is gorgeous." Or then like something else would happen. It was like, "Whoa, look at that!" And like I was, I was just like, "Game jump, slide, triangle, games, shred, slide." <laughs> But then that, yeah, the same kind of brought me out. I was like, I, you can, this is not, don't pay attention to that too much. It's just like, yeah, like watch the lasers, watch the laser show. Um, there is one more thing I want to bring up and it's not, it doesn't happen for the only time on the ice planet, but it happens for the first time on the ice planet, which is the third type of music playing. There's the shredding as you, as you platform, there's the five button array, but then there's, the free play sections, I'll call them, where you get those same five buttons, but they're assigned to five different notes. I forgot and you that can there just was play one them yeah. in whatever you want. And this is the one with the whales with like the, the Seattle skyscrapers on their back and like the, the skeletons that are sticking out of their ground and, and then they like burst open into light, light beams and stuff like that. This particular section though why i've made sure to mention i think it was my favorite moment of the game mm. and i think for me it was the it was the freest part right it was the part that let me kind of make my own music um but, you know with someone with with a, an older now music background i was kind of looking for that at some point and they did give it to me i never connected with it in the same ways again on the second and third planets i felt like those sections were shorter and I felt like they didn't culminate in the same way that this first one did. But I loved the way the music built under the, the, it lasted just the right amount of time. Like I was so into that moment and watching the visuals and listening to the, the chords underneath. And, and sometimes it would change the notes that you played as well as it like moved to the next like motion of the song. Um, and then it, yeah, it really built to a moment. Whereas in the other, in the other ones, they, they were kind of like, like one minute interstitials and like, You'd play and you'd play and you'd play and then it was like, all right, get off the platform. The music, music's over. Keep going. And it was like, oh, oh, we're not, this isn't a, a crescendo moment. Okay. <laughs> this first one though. Yeah. Yeah. Th 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 there was a level of like, I, I also did want like more. I, 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 think I, I think I actually wanted to play along a little bit more in this section. Um, like I wanted a little bit of guidance of like, you know, even if there was like colors in the sky that would be assigned different notes and it's like i don't need to hit them but if i did that would be cool and i can sort of like similar to um <clears throat> in parappa the rapper um one of the <laughs> one one of the ways that you get a really high score is by doing the right like beats at the right time like the right raps and then freestyling in between them and still getting it right and there are there are ways to to get better and 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 like there are ways to do that and get a really good score as well. Um, I kind of wanted a little bit more, like like not even specific purpose because I didn't want it to have like I didn't want this that section to have like a fail state, but I wanted to. I I think I just wanted to play along with the music more. Yeah, that's fair. How how did you feel with these sections, Alex? It's like I was similar with that section where it was kind of. It felt like it felt good that it was really responsive, mm. but mm. it was almost kind of one of those things where it was kind of like how responsive is too responsive, and then like 
how am I altered? Like, what if I just press the one key for the whole thing? <laughs> and well, yeah, and like I think you could have just not pressed anything as well. I think that was mm. another valid option. But like, yeah. I had similar with the background for that, where like when those whales start really like rising up and the you see the buildings and that moving around, it's kind of one of those moments where I think I had like literally like sat back a bit and I was just like, damn, okay, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. It's it brings out like a lot of possibility in the game, I think, which I think is pretty important for Francis's like story in the game because I think it almost kind of feels possible or at least like something he can do. Like, yeah, and and for a game that's play. about like finding yourself and expressing yourself, it's nice that they they give you the player the chance to express yourself more directly mm. as well. 100%, yeah. Even, like, later on when you get to decide the wardrobe. Like, yes. So it's yes. kind of like, it really does become, like, a vehicle for whatever you want to put on him. <laughs> like, Speaking of, I, I missed the section because I didn't know when it was because, it again, it's sort of in the middle of two sections that don't have a whole lot of connection. At this point in the game, we've already decided what our name is. Ah. Because <laughs> it happens when you meet the the god, the... the lean, what, lean the tastemaker? Uh, yeah, like Lena Headey, <laughs> um, the 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 giant galaxy head, floating head. Um, that happens in between, uh, the the lung and um Lightman's. Yes, I I thought it was way later than that, but it turns out it's it's there. Mm. What names did we all pick? <laughs> I'm very very happy with mine, but go on. Uh, uh, so I went through all the options and then I was like, I think I've got one. I can't kind of, it was a quite an impressive list of the, of the written ones that they mm. give you. Um, and so I was like, oh, there's one in the middle there that I liked. I'm going to go back through again. I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's the one. And then I came back to it. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, and then, and then I'm like, oh wait, they want me to write something. I'm like, and I just put in the first thing that came to my head. So my character was the ethereal meal. Right. <laughs> that, 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 that's quite good. The ethereal meal. Yeah, it's good. I, I don't know. It's weird if you think about it for too long, but it's funny. <laughs> Alex, what was yours? Not that good. <laughs> like, I am. Um, it's funny because I wasn't really expecting it to pop up as much as it did after I selected right. it. <laughs> yeah. but, but because, like, my my brain thinking was like, you know, there's no way this game's going to say my name. Like, and it didn't say my name. It did an electric guitar strum every single time it yeah. played the input part, which is totally fair. But because of that thinking, I was just kind of like, well, I'm just going to put my... <laughs> so I think I was like, the, I think um, I was the ethereal Alex. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> and like every time it like popped up, I'm like, oh my God, the ethereal Alex is here. And then... <laughs> I also yeah. chose ethereal. What? Hey. <laughs> That's wild. What? <laughs> Wow. That's when, when absolutely you, wild. When you said it, Kerry, part of me was like, oh, now, now I've chosen the same one as Kerry. And then Alex, when you said it, I put my hands on my head saying, like, all three of us chose. <laughs> That's <laughs> so strange. I even, like, changed. I even, like, cycled through them a bit. So, so like, did no, I. I looked through all of them. I was like, I looked through every single one. I'm like, you know what? I think Ethereal is the one for me. Um, that is so funny. That's wild. Uh, I chose my character because I was like, okay, what, like... I'm I'm getting a little bit of Ziggy Stardust, like you said earlier, Carrie. Who, which we'll get to him later. Like I'm getting a little bit of like like Space Odyssey stuff. What what kind of mm -hmm. sounds like a Space Odyssey, uh, like a, a Space Oddity even. 
So I called my I I called my character the ethereal approach. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love that. Which sounds like a it sounds like a seventies fusion band or something, right? Oh it's, yeah, that that's a that's a seventies sci-fi word is it, what that is. Yeah, it's like it, it because I was thinking like what sounds like Lonnie Liston Smith and the Cosmic Echoes. Like the, the ethereal approach is the one for me. So so I did that. Um, that's so funny. That all three of us chose ethereal. I like I how like... both of you chose cool names, and I'm just like Alex. <laughs> but I really like the sound of that, though. Like, like, I, like I honestly was just like, no, nah, it's it's just they're asking my name, and it's gonna be like on my save file or something. It's fine. Like, and then <laughs> yeah. it just kept popping up, and I'm just like, you guys are taking the piss now. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I do wish the voice actor hadn't said the line as if there was a full stop after the end of it. I am the ethereal. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I say it like you're saying something else afterwards too. Like, I wonder whether they didn't plan to put in the written bit and then they put it in after they did the voiceover. Yeah. Like, maybe, but like, it was a little. Uh, I actually didn't particularly like the voice actor for 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 Francis. Um, there were a few moments in the game where I was like, I don't think that was a very good, um, a uh, very good read of it. Like, mm. it, like that was like. I know there's canny, there's, there's canny, there's corny and campy, but I was like, I actually just don't think that that was well done. And maybe it's because, you know, against Lena Headey, Carl Weathers, Mark Strong, Jason Schwartzman, right? These are all like really good, very, very talented people um, who mm, are doing- That's where the budget's gone. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, Cersei is your giant flying spaceship. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's something like- um, Speaking speaking of um, Star Gordon being Mark Strong, um, I thought he was great. Like as just like Mark I, Strong. Uh, have you seen the? <laughs> the okay, here's here's a weird pull. Have you seen him in the Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. carrying? I've seen that movie. I don't remember him in it. He was the villain. Great. <laughs> He's uh, also in the Kingsman movies. Yeah. And. And the like Robin Hood TV open. show? I love that show. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, Mark Strong is quite good. Um, just like in anything but in this as well. He was like, he looks like, he looks like Hitman. Oh, I do know this guy. Born Marco Giuseppe Salasolia. Hmm. There you go. Bit of trivia for you. He's the villain in the Shazam movie that... Have I seen that movie? No. Nope. Okay. Oh, the villain. I remember that. the villain, though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's got a you type. Played your favorite forgettable characters. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah. So yeah. After. Yeah, Star Gordon's was funny. Like, yeah. It was a weird tone, and it was a it was a trip, and it was like, oh, this is dangerous, and oh no, he's kind of being a friend to you. He's kind of saying, oh yeah, no, you should, you should. He's looking out for you a bit. The, the, all of the different creatures that you have the guitar battles with, like going forward as well, I really appreciate them working the 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 sigil into their face or into yeah. their body or in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought that was always quite cool. Um, the 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 one that you impress at the end of this planet, um, which then turns into a rocket ship. Um, uh, its name is Troms. Um, yes. and I think that's. I think that's just a good name. Um, I think that's a he's a funny looking guy, and I think I think that's a that's a good name. Um, Alex, did you think this was the Glamagon? Uh I I it just kind of 
constantly felt like they were building up to it. So I was just kind of like yeah. waiting for them to be like, this is a Glamagon. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's still kind of like when they explained it in like broad strokes, like you got to go see the Glamagon before you can do that. You've got to go see the agent to get sucked. Like it, it kind of got a bit overwhelming, I guess. <laughs> there like, was always something to do before there was something to do. <laughs> exactly. It's like, maybe don't like tell me that or maybe just like preface it a bit differently like because otherwise i think with the constant journey kind of thing it sort of felt a bit like i was being pulled along i Mm, guess like and yeah yeah even if they were like you're gonna go here and then you're gonna go here like but but Mm. not make them this is the gate to then open this gate make it just like oh yeah like you're gonna go to a and then you're gonna go to b um, yeah, it just kind of seemed like a, and then and then and then. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I sort of I didn't expect it to be three planets. I thought maybe you know it might be like the two or maybe it's like the one or maybe, but then it kind of just was like okay, and we're off to this planet now. Yeah, Which yeah. I I'm totally glad that I went to three planets, but again I was sort of thinking for the game like I was like how many planets can we really be going to? Like it's not going to be mm. not going to be like eight planets worth of yeah. strumming and thrumming like. Um, so, so after this planet, we head back to um, the Lung and we have more, uh, more conversations um, with Violetta and Lightman, or Lightman um, where ba- basically th- there's a level of, like, this, this is when after, like, Star Gordon says to Francis, I believe, like, oh, hey, like, um, do you want me to show everybody what you're like? And then he says no. Uh, because he's in the re- that's right. He's in the recording studio, and he says, "Like I can, I can transport you to the to the stars and beyond, baby." And he goes, "I don't want my small town to know that I'm playing this music that I don't, I don't think very highly of." Yeah, and um, Violet is like, "You could have, you could have left them behind as soon as this happened. You could have forgotten about them. Mm. You, my lasers would have been all over the galaxy. You idiot." Yeah, yeah. She, she's got, she's got two specific lines of thought, which was like, 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 why do you care about those people? You could have left them behind, and also, like, this would have meant the world to me. Um, mm. Like you, like, and like, yeah, like, I, I certainly wasn't considering that at all. Um, and I think it was a good level of like, yeah, like, it's not just about you. Um, and then there's also the hints of Lightman maybe not being as good as he once was anymore. There, there's a conversation between Violetta and, and, and Lightman where, where she basically says, like, you're missing your cues. Um, because, yeah, don't think I haven't noticed. Yeah, and, like, she he, he complains to her, like, oh, like, you, like, the lighting was off sync or something. And, and she goes, no, everything I did was right. It was you that was doing it wrong. Um, and we sort of get hints of maybe he's been doing this for quite a while and he's getting a little bit past it. Yeah, I found that I found that particular section, not that storyline, but that section and those lines of dialogue, I found them quite sad. Mm. Um like she was being rude. Like she was being like hurtful. And like he was he was adept and maybe familiar enough with that kind of thing to be able to shrug it off and move along. But I was like, oh man, that would mm. actually really sting. I don't know like if it was just my own thoughts on that whole thing, but it sort of seemed like the uncle something had happened that sort of cut his career short because he was head he headlined for or he was like the support act for let wait i'm gonna say for, letterman. For lightman. Lightman. <laughs> letterman. <laughs> David letterman i knew it was gonna happen um but like he was the supporting act for lightman and obviously lightman's older so it was kind of just like like it kind of wasn't gelling and there was never any like 
I don't think they actually stated as such, but especially like you see all like the photography and like stuff of of him, the uncle, and he's just he's he just kind of looks like the same age and everything. Like it's not like there's any like of him old or anything. So yeah. I thought maybe that was kind of building that a little bit. Like and also like everyone's opining for the the time where he was alive still is like mm. yeah like he like he was gone too soon or um because obviously the uncle's yeah. not coming to the concert because mm. you you feel like there would be a little bit of prelim there but again it kind of was looping back into like oh how do i put words to it properly like he's it's almost like his career was cut too short but maybe like lightman's career is at a point where it he needs to like I don't want to say he needs to stop, but like he needs to like let someone else take, yeah, up. or like stop living in the in the in the past, like stop trying to find what you had in mm. the past and either move forward or do something else. Yeah, because like Lightman does make some pretty like rash decisions, especially towards the end of the game when he's jumping up in front of the is that the Glamagon one? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the Glamagon one. Because they're like he's, holy he's shit, like desperate. he's gonna he's gonna get destroyed. He's gonna get like. Obliterators. Like, so I, I'm I'm pretty sure that Jonathan Vendetti is dead at this point. Because mm. um, there was a thing that happens at the end of the game, which I don't know if you two maybe didn't see it. And if you didn't, I'm going to save it for later when we get to that point. Um. So, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I but. But yes. I. I agree with you that. Yeah. It. It does feel like that. Maybe this was a version of of the uncle that was that that could have continued um hmm. i have a feeling i know what you're referring to and i like i'm like i know but i also am kind of like i feel like it wasn't stated in the game like before yeah. that point like they they kind of just left it it's like, just like a john vendetti it's his nephew like yeah i don't know anyway maybe <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get there we'll get there um yeah, and so you then at this point then move into the the next the second planet, um, the the glimmer dim, gl- glimmer dim, glimmer dim, glim, gl- dim or din, dim, no, glim, no, no, no. Glim, glimmer dim, um, which is like a like a desert slash like like uh, like salt spa springs kind of planet. Um, well, yeah, you also land near beige city. Yes, mm. yeah, yeah. It's all everything Beige is city, everything yeah. is rock or water. There is no uh, or or sand. There is no vegetation. There is no not really many life like like many like like animals or anything. There's like the big the big fish things that you that you meet a couple of times, but there's no. Um, I love the commentary on like everything was beige and everyone moved away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It turns out it's kind of fucking boring living in a place like that. Um, but then also they all move to a place that's quite colorful but quite strict, and like that's beige in its own way, where it can only be yeah. the one thing. Yeah. So it may as well be beige. Yes. Like, yeah. So so we 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 end up f- fighting a big like I think that they're called like scale fish or something, and it's got more lasers shooting out of it when it when it works and 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 then there was a part where you see the these rhino looking freaky dog looking things that like it it's such a little moment and it's such a mm. you know like it's such a f- like forgettable moment but i definitely remember that there was a moment where he says like i would have named them like pink uh like what are pink spotted rock stompers <laughs> and then he just moves swiftly on because I guess that's a reminder, like, 
he's a kid. Like he, he still will think of mm. silly things like that and still has a imagination that isn't like this this old man who only wants to have the next big score, right? Mm. Can I can I say mm. just before that, before you get to the Bay City, you have to go through the caves and you have you 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 go to the jazz club with the with the like the the dog made of coral that speaks in saxophone. Yes. That was fun. <laughs> I'm glad we looped back to that. <laughs> like I was just like I'm in the nightclub. <laughs> yeah. Like it was such a it was just such like a moment to be there. Like yeah. like it didn't really have, have any greater significance, mm. but to be a jazz club with a with a saxophone speaking coral dog. There was so and, like, much that's... so much creativity just in that one section that yeah, yeah, like that just moves on to an entirely different section almost instantly. Even just the animation and and the and the design of that area is so singular. I don't know. It was a fun little area, and as someone who has played saxophone, I I, I enjoyed that a lot. Surprise, surprise. Mm. I think um going through the caverns there before as well was really cool with the lights, because I think yeah, I don't know something about that was particularly satisfying to me, like seeing how reactive they were in that sort of dark cavern and like it lighting up fully, like yeah. And then there's the the part after that is because the the this coral dog is like a it it's it's meant to promise you a ride, which is this turtle, yeah. Um, which is just that's just a good sentence to say. Um, and uh, <laughs> after that, uh, um, you get there and the the turtle is gone. Um, the turtle is no longer around, and you sort of just continue on until you bump into, um, Frida, who is Frida, who is definitely. My favorite character. <laughs> Definitely meant to be Frida Kahlo as well. Um, mm. uh, on on uh, on her ship, the Ruby Cola, which is a That's great right. name for a ship. That's yep. such a fucking cool name for a ship, and definitely a drink he saw before he fell asleep as he's dreaming in his in his bedroom. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what are, what what were our thoughts on 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 Frida and the and the ship? Alex, you said Frida was your favorite character. Why is that? She was. Um, I I think just her writing and her voice acting. I don't know who her yeah. voice actor was, but she felt like particularly like fresh. Like no, not fresh, but like she's she seemed very like I wasn't expecting to bump into her in that city. Like, and it was kind of, and she was just doing her own thing. And she's like, yeah, sure, hop aboard my giant flying pancreas or whatever it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> all the flying body parts um but yeah like you she like you you get on a ship and like exploring that ship as well felt really satisfying because mm. it kind of it seemed to me like when you're jumping around it like you weren't supposed to be traversing it how you were traversing it yeah but it was very satisfying to be like climbing up on the roof and yeah uh, and then and like, it kind of was the only way to traverse it as well exactly like, it was yeah so ramshackle. So, uh, uh, Frida is voiced by Artemis Pebdani, who is not someone I've ever heard of. Um, Shout out to the name Artemis. I love that name. Yeah. yeah fuck yeah. Good job, Artemis. Like, <laughs> the, the, it, it's funny that you say um, Frida was your favorite character because my favorite character was also on the boat. Um, Galvaggio. Galvaggio. The, uh, the, 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 the... <laughs> dog that was like another coral dog yeah kind of. yeah another coral dog that is like immediately told to you do not talk to this thing <laughs> and then the moment the dog talks to you it is in this extraordinarily loud bass Shouting. boosted oh. shout that is 
that made me burst out laughing the first time yeah. I heard it yeah. because it was so shocking and so so tonally different to yeah. the conversations that were happening. But what was the um? What was, it was? It, he he described the outfit. It was like a triumph of human spirit. Yeah, <laughs> and then you could say that later. It's like I was told this outfit was the as a triumph of the human spirit. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's. And then he says, I am overcome with sorrow later. I am overcome with sorrow. It's so funny. Um, what a compliment. Fuck. Uh, that was, I, I think I saw in the credits that that was actually Johnny Galvatron. Oh, really? That's good. That's funny. Nice. Um, I, um, I'm curious with both of you, because mm. I felt like, how do you feel with the closet being in that section? Like that being when you finally get some like take on your character's clothes. What like, as in, like, it being that far in, or... Yeah, like, I sort of felt it was a bit far in, but that was... That might have been it me. was, wasn't it? I I really kind of appreciated that, like, mm. you were given this character who was a character, but in through the character finding themselves, you got to find how they express themselves, and it was an opportunity for you to express yourself. Like, And, mm. and so, like, it kind of came along with, like, him accepting himself in a way, because, like, he's still not ready for the outfit when he gets it, but you have that moment by the by the middle of the third one where he's like, I gotta own this because like we're all gonna die if I don't. And he mm. starts owning it. And then he has that really down moment and he tries to play square. I know I'm jumping ahead, but he tries to play square a ballad about the minor or whatever. And, and he just says, like, yeah. No, no, I'm not gonna do this. This isn't who I am. This isn't who I'm gonna be. And like the game, obviously that's where the game's leading from like the first minute. But like I guess I guess it felt like a really nice way to lead into that the, the, the slow like naming yourself like an hour in and then like mm. slowly piecing together your backstory and then spending as long as you want to do the character creator after you've been with the character for half the game I I kind of mm. liked it yeah I I, yeah. I I thought it was interesting I I didn't like I I didn't particularly I don't know where I would have put it if I didn't put it there. Like, and that's not to say that I don't think it, it could have fit better or worse earlier on later in the game. I, I, I do think it does work with, with the narrative of this character finding themselves. Mm. Um, but I also, think I would have dressed my character differently if it was in a separate part of the game. Yeah, maybe. And I think that that that's maybe why I do. I am happy for it to be where it is. Um, mm. I wouldn't have only because the moment I started this game, I was like, oh, like I'll, it, Ziggy Stardust, Ziggy Stardust, I'm going to do Ziggy Stardust. And then like, I then found out that I can dress my character. I'm like, well, time to Google what his outfit looks like again. And, <laughs> and then try and do that with my outfit. Um, so I made, I made him. Oh, so for podcast Damn, listeners, okay. goodness me. Yeah. We've got, we've got the, 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 the aqua, teal pants and, and Look, shoulder pad jacket it, 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 it's hard right mm. so the so ziggy stardust's outfit is red and blue stripes on the jacket that are that have shouldered pads and also mm. on the pants there um, are a lot of shoulder pad options in there i did notice yes um nothing in the shirt or or jacket or pants options gave me anything for stripes the pants had like those track pants, which had stripes down the side, which I which I picked, but the actual jackets w were were mostly single tone with just different colored like accents on it. I almost felt like they were trying to like purposely 
not let you do that like yeah. in a way like, yeah because i was like, like it would have been I, too easy it would have been too yeah. easy because i also went there like oh like face paint great awesome where's the lightning face paint there's got to be lightning yeah. bolt on the face face paint face paint none i'm like oh yeah. you totally thought about that and decided that you didn't want to it do almost it. feels like it was like intentional because if you're someone who's jumping into this game with like i want to make david bowie or like i want to make someone who's like that iconic look yeah and then you get to that point of deciding it's like oh fuck it's not here yeah what do i pick <laughs> yeah yeah well, it kind yeah. of circumvents the whole point of the of of you dressing your character, right? Of expressing mm. this new thing, and it is inspired by Ziggy Stardust, Stardust, but it's not about Ziggy Stardust. Mm. It's kind of a very player sided thing that I liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely was like, "Oh, you fucking you you mm, read me game. like a book." <laughs> um, How about you, Alex? What was yours? Um, so mine, I I look, I tried. I I get very overwhelmed with character creators. Uh huh. Oh I'll yeah. So you got like the, you got like a red studded yeah. jacket, yeah, the I wings the on the hair. glasses, the blue hair. Um, I do like that shirt jacket. Unbuttoned. I um, think I had that shirt. Yeah. I really like that leather jacket, and if I ever see that jacket, I will give a kidney for it. <laughs> um, and then I had purple pants. Um, hmm. I decided to go with the real neon guitar. Which was that the normal one? I think that was the normal one. The yeah. I can't remember what which what which was the default shape, but it, it started out as just blue. It's just like hologram blue. Yeah, well, that was the more neon one. Mm. That jacket yeah. kind of reminds me of this jacket, Alex, which is a jacket that oh, you can yeah. buy, um, which was worn by um, one Nicolas Cage in a movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that was quite oh, the reveal. Not expecting me. Nicolas Cage. Fuck. Damn. Um, <laughs> hello. Uh, uh, Leah from um, uh, Games Hub made that jacket after they saw I think that I've picture. I've seen that, yeah. It's, made it? It is very impressive. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, like, 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 like after that, after that, like after those images went viral, Leah was like, I want that jacket. And so they <laughs> they went and then made one for themselves. Yeah, yeah right. Something when I was going for the colors that was just like that, that yeah, that's fucking cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kerry, what you got? All right, so here's my creation. I kept the original glasses just because I liked them a bit. Here, here we go. Let's zoom in a bit. But I got, I've got, I had a a, a, a red, green, and yellow theme. So a mm. yellow suit jacket. Friends uh, gone dark. There we go. Uh, and then like yellow shoes, yellow jacket, yellow hot pants under this, like yellow short shorts under nice. the, under the guitar. Um, and yeah, I really like these these tights. They, they there was a cool design, cool color combo, and then like red in red tips in the hair. Mm. Um, and then yeah, I really liked the um, I really liked the default glasses. So I just changed their color a bit, and um, and and being able, I loved being able to create my own guitar. I really liked that. I didn't love too many of the options, but there were enough there where I felt like I could make something fun. Um, I, so yeah, I, I really liked this section. Yeah, I also loved the inclusion of just a little like photo, like a little photo booth area for you to sit in and like, like like strike a pose to take a picture in. Like that was yeah, like, with like the good lighting. I was like, oh, yeah. like, like you, you are actually, you are proud of this character customization. You want to see it in all its glory. Go yeah. and strike a pose, take a picture, share it. Like it's, it's, it's good. It's definitely um, when you are walking through the closet, which spectacular closet. Yes. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. It, it did sort of seem like, okay, now this we're just getting chucked in. But then you sort of go in and you're in suddenly like a shopping plaza, like a mall kind of thing. Yeah. I, 
and then you're opening all of the stores as you go into them and then you have access to them. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, so, I was just about to say that. I, I, I did love how you had to go through very cute. go through it to get access to all of them. Yeah, totally. Mm. But then, it, it, yeah, it wasn't like you had to go visit each one to be like, oh, now that I've changed my pants, I want to go back and change my gloves. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, being able to just cycle through on the top, that was perfect. Yeah. So were that, we all... Like oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, with, um, again, thinking about the whether the game is real or not. Because <laughs> yeah. he's at the shopping mall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the, like in no the ship one else that around, definitely but... can't fit it. Like, Yeah, uh, just it was another thing where I was just like, this is fucking cool, but I'm like, interesting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I still fuck with it, though. Like, and well, cool. yeah, it's funny, because like, when you come out and speak to Frida, and she's like, where did you get these clothes? He's like, I got them from the wardrobe in, in, in your ship. And she's like, no. Where in all of the world did you get these clothes? And he's like, oh. But it was funny just being like, I got them in the shopping center. Yeah. <laughs> you got a shopping center in your closet? Like, <laughs> Were we all happy with our creations from that point on? Did we ever think like, oh, I wish I could have tweaked that by the, like afterwards? I, I, I was happy with mine. I was definitely happy with mine. I, I think I was like, I was pretty happy with mine, but I think I was really hesitant to go back and change anything because I didn't want to like, jump into the whole like okay well what am i gonna be now yeah like, sure, and change sure every single piece of the outfit like yeah just yeah, I, 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 was like, I was pretty happy with mine too so from this point onwards we we head up upstairs and we we get a hologram call um from lightman um who is who is who's quite down and this is the point where he lets you know he's no longer the captain anymore and that they have elected you the captain of of the um of the lung because every ship needs a captain uh and and you had since been promoted um so because yeah, you were on the main stage yeah yeah yes yeah 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 like so, what was it it was like suddenly you had started getting way more views than lightman was getting at this mm. point um and then yeah then you're you're flying in the ship and you you head over to the the fashionista yeah <laughs> Like you, you, you go to this this beige city, and because at this point it's like okay, time to go back to the lung. Um, the fashionista has the turtle, I believe, um, yes. and so you have to try and convince the turtle to, oh, sorry, convince the fashionista to give you access to the turtle so you can head back to the lung. Yeah, which is again another sentence I'm a fan of. Um, and you come across these two guards, which are. <laughs> Which were quite funny. Like they had like a really good voice. Like that interaction. Yeah, yeah like th- they were really. And good. it was their only lines. Yeah, and they were talking about like the the color because you get given a ticket at some point to to access the city. Bec- that's right, because the person who I, the wrong color, yeah, yeah, like the person who originally had the turtle didn't have the turtle for you, so they gave you a ticket to access the city where the turtle was. That's right. And you get to the guards, and the guards are like, "Oh, this is the wrong color ticket. It's the wrong beige of gold, basically, the wrong shade what of gold." It? Golden toothpaste twenty two. Yeah. Um, all, all regulation items are golden toothpaste twenty three C. They reminded me of in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. There were those two reoccurring <laughs> um, uh, guards. <sighs> That that like yeah. like in the first one they're the ones that are like saying like oh you can't park there and he goes like yes I can and he goes oh well, can he and he goes no I don't think he can and he goes and and they're very they're very uh, easily convinced mm-hmm. um and they they very easily get into an argument like I saw these two characters almost as those two uh, uh British uh, military men because they were having the same like 
what colour would you say this uh, this ticket is? Like, oh, I think that one's the 20, toothpaste 22. Like, yeah, I would say the same. You know what that toothpaste 22 is? Like, yeah, it's not allowed in, is it? Yeah, not allowed in. You know, like, like they're, just, they're just fucking with the guy yeah, for they no are. reason. Yes, yes. And so mm. you just run past them. You're like, fuck it. Yeah. Gonna get it anyway, which is good. Because I was like... It's only when the game's like, it's the artful escape. Yes. <laughs> now you're escaping. <laughs> <laughs> This was such a cool, like, set piece. I think this was the best platformer moment. Mm. Yeah, because you, you start going along these these bean-shaped building rooftops and rounded edges of 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 different of of different um roofs and and stuff, and you're you're jumping from building to building, and there's this giant mouth ship following. Oh yeah, <laughs> and basically set like trying to get you to stop causing a rebellion um and but it but is 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 trying to get you to stop in like you know uh, there's a line here which i wrote down is i cannot allow such a rebellion such daring (laughs) um (laughs) which was very funny um i agree with you carrie i think this one was the was the best platforming section for me Mm. um it was exciting and it was also good like a good momentum all the way throughout i found yeah, a few tricky jumps where they're like pulling the bridges, but you can make it if you if you do the third jump and like they're closing the doors. Mm. And it was never really hard, but it was fun. And running through one of the buildings with some of the some of the locals nearby, and 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 Francis quipping like, "Oh, this is this is really exciting for you," or something as it, as he runs yeah. as he runs through. Mm. Um, Alex, what do you think about this about this area? I um I th- I really like going through the city, especially because it did feel like the stakes were there, like. Yeah. kind of like on the run a little bit like it was you know he's following he's like no revolution um you know and he it's it's quite like it's quite a funny chase in that because it has someone take to take seriously taking the guy who's chasing it looks like a fruit salad seriously as like <laughs> well but it um again though like going through those platformer sections when you had to like go from building roof to building roof and do that strum at the right moment mm. was so satisfying to hit. Yes. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And let you use that that slide on the circle as well a bunch of times, mm. which is good. And then, like, especially when you get to, like, the kind of, like, the standoff moment when he's like, ha-ha, I've caught you, and then, like, Frida comes in with the, the giant big pancreas. I'm going to call it again. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she's, like, to the rescue, and then you can continue on. You're but, like, a desert I, flower. Don't let them yeah. assimilate you. <laughs> Oh, it's perfect. Like, I, yeah, like, and then for the rest of the level, it kind of like, you know, the stakes are kind of slightly down, but you're like getting to the turtle then. But, and and yeah. on top of that as well, I feel like because the holograms throughout the whole city are also like shining your image because you are mm-hmm. at this point the most famous musician in, in the galaxy. Um, There was a level of like, I feel like the city was kind of like egging me on a little bit that they were kind of over mm. this, like this weird, like fashion focused police. police force yeah yeah i did there was a moment here where i said um seeing francis on stage did have me feeling like that's the character i dressed that's the music i played <laughs> yeah 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 i know what you mean yeah um and then yeah we you, yeah you continue on and there's the parts where you yeah you, yeah like like you said you strum during the light and you get thrown across to the next buildings that that part was really mm. cool um and then we make our way over to like we like you had this com- like confrontation again with the with 
the what, the mayor or something. Yeah, the the fat. I, I think this is the fashionista, right? Like that's yes, that's yeah. right. <laughs> and and it's like, well, like, what do you want to get you out of here? He's like, well, I want the turtle. And he goes, I'll give you the turtle as long as I can chase you, you know, for the rest of my days, <laughs> which yeah. I thought was going to come back and never does. <laughs> no, it turns. Well, it turns. I thought it was going to be like a, a longer thing, like. Oh, I'll let you go and you can get back to the lung, but I'll be chasing you. But no, it was an immediate thing. Like, get on the turtle and now I'm chasing you. So I was like, oh, okay, oh this is the now, yeah. right now thing. Well, yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. I assumed that, that yeah, like he would chase me even after I get back. But yeah, right. Um, and yeah, that, that was a nice sequence too when you're like beside the big, his big ship thing and yes. you're on just this turtle that's just kind of like swimming around, like, you know, it's floating along and the other stages come up beside him as well. Mm. It reminded me a lot of Final Fantasy X, actually, because there are a lot of moments where you're in the airship in X and you're fighting Sin, which is this gigantic whale in the sky and, like, trying to bash it out of the sky and, and you, you got to get closer and further away from it, like, depending on whether it's charging up an attack. And you do it a couple of times and it reminded me of that uh, in, in, in a really positive way. It was like, oh, this is like an epic sky battle, <laughs> except it's music and it's... Oh, it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah especially when the lasers get involved too like it's just it's the cherry on top mm-hmm. and, and, it and also, the turtle was very cute and it also does introduce you the, the idea of playing the music and then running over to a different area to play more of it and then running back and it, it's it sort of felt like what it's like when someone is performing on a stage right you know they will they will use the whole stage to their like yeah. um to their advantage and run to different parts of the crowd as as they're playing and it it kind of felt like that that was the performance for this because while you're fighting this gigantic whale in in, in the background of, of of this battle, um, the foreground being Francis, the foreground like Francis never actually turns around and looks at the thing that he's fighting. He's always looking directly at you because mm, it's all sure. a performance. Um, because it's also a game and that's how it's put together. But also the speakers are behind him, right? Like they are always pointed directly at you because you are always the crowd of this performance, um, mm. which I, which I, I, I quite enjoyed as well. Um, there were times when I did like interpret, I think it was mainly on the frost planet, but I was kind of like, it sort of did feel like we're still in the lung a bit and we were kind of just like the audience yeah. watching the performance kind of thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like you're looking through the lens. Mm. Which almost made me wonder why that wasn't like a UI thing, maybe. But then I guess that would take you away from the planet. But it's just mm. something you bring to it yourself, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, the, like it, I suppose, interesting the UI in this game is is nearly non-existent. It is just mm. text, and it is just um, like press triangle to interact. There is no other elements of UI in this game at all. There's no health. There's no time or anything. And I think it works to that. I, th- I think it does work to its advantage that way, mm. where there's put my light on. Yeah, yeah, go for yeah, it. go for it. Um, which yeah, I I, I quite enjoyed. Um, Kerry, do you have anything else to say about this this section? Uh, no, I wrote something towards the end of the the towards the end of my notes, but it had to do with the the fashionista riot, as I called it. Yeah. Um, which when I wrote that was like, ooh, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> but um, I said it was an excellent set piece, as was the warp turtle chase, but the original free play section section hit so good. I personally, nothing hit as hard as that one did for me. Right. Um, and I had this thought of like, I didn't see why the general platforming sections or maybe 
yeah, just the general platforming sections. It would have been nice if they'd had the free play moments in there, perhaps, where I could like noodle around on the notes, whatever, whichever notes I wanted while running around. So it wasn't just restricted to those literal one moment on each planet three times through the whole game. Sure. Um, but that's, that's about it. The, the, as I said before, the, the fashionista riot was, it was the best platforming section. Um, even if it wasn't the, the best moment I had in the game. I'm, do, do either of you remember whether that in that section, whether they used the, like the wall grab at all, like the mantling thing? Uh, probably a few times because there's a bunch of those. Um, I think there was the higher doors, yeah. Yeah, and there's also those those bounce mushrooms. Sort of bounce. And so I think if you if you miss one, you'd probably you'd probably grab a ledge. I don't think there were too many mandatory ones though. Yeah, with the, the double, there weren't really any that many ones where you had to like do the double jump just to barely get the ledge. It was a lot of the time like if you if you jumped and well enough, you would you would usually clear it. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't remember any 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 mandatory mantling. Like like it always kind of felt like a save for me. Um, it was like if you just didn't make it, we'll we'll give it to you. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess the, like at this point, you head back to um the lung for for like the the final time. Um, and like the like you you're on you're on stage there, and everybody's like sort of in love with you. Um, and Lightman is moving out of, of the captain's quarters and you have a chat with him and he basically says like, Hey, uh, like, can I, like as a, as a former captain, like, do you mind if I'm your supporting act for the next gig sort of thing or the final gig? And Francis says, yes, of course. And he says, okay, do you mind if I pick the stage? And he goes, yes, of course. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like this one is maybe the, the shortest one, I think, right? The, yeah, the... it gets interrupted pretty quickly by by the course correct by the course change. Yeah, which I don't know if I don't know if you either of you noticed, but the word it was like course change. Now heading to Hyperion, whatever. So yeah, that, and like all of those details, those were details that were on that initial travel lounge in Lightman's building in Calypso. The dolphin. Mm. Um... Yeah, uh, threat threat level dolphin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so, like, you sort of head with, with, um, Zom and Violetta. Violetta. Yeah, like, you head, and, like, you, you find out that, that Lightman is taking you to the planet where the, 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 the Glamagon. Glamagon is, um, presumably because he's feeling quite, like, self-conscious and it's like well if you can like like i could i could beat this thing but maybe you can't and also a level of like maybe i can do it again and relive my glory days and yeah one final score like all this stuff you know things an aged person who has best uses behind them would do in a moment of crisis mm. um so yeah we head into the the hyperion whale zone that's right but like w a i l zone like 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 wailing and, and yelling zone mm -hmm. um this planet looks like they all look pretty sick but this one looks fucking sick like the the, the blues and the pinks and the purples and and all of that stuff was just so fucking cool it's definitely that they've saved the the best one for last yeah i think like it's yeah that it's kind of like what you've been building to with the glamagon it's like oh this is this is the glamagon like 
But also, it was so funny too because like you get there and then you just land in like a fashion jungle party, not fashion, like a uh, yeah, just like a, a village jungle party, and yeah. it's like, oh right, this is still a planet. There's a whole planet here of people doing their own thing. Um, and then, you read that frog and, thing. <laughs> The what the the frog thing that with all of the eyes? Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also the like no party zone. And it's like, <laughs> don't you dare play something. And it's like it's just such a strange singular area. Yeah. That was that was the same section with that like I wanna call it like a tentacle octopus thing where it just like comes out the ground and then yeah. it's just like, Hey, how are you? like you have a good chat and he's like, You wanna ride me, don't you? Yeah, Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the character just is like, "Yeah, I do." Yeah. <laughs> that, that was so funny. But there were also those, those like, those like snake worms that like came out of the water and like went at right angles through the sky and then like went landed back in. I wrote, um, "Screensaver firework fish." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they uh, look like the pipes from like the Windows ninety five. Yes. Yeah, 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 oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, this one, this one went quick. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this was quite a. This is very brisk section of the game because you yeah like yeah you like what is it you land at the at that party then you you talk to the frog and then you do a little bit more platforming and then you make it into where those fish are and then and then that's when you said before alex there's that moment where you take pictures with fans where you can like do silly poses and and points um and then you three different poses that radio interview the radio interview as well, which was which was quite funny. That one, I'm I'm glad that section didn't go any longer than than it did yeah. because I was like, I kind of want to like get to the bit right because it's yeah. it's so like seeing the the vision of Lightman in the background performing for the tastemaker, yeah. um, and he's like you know twenty skyscrapers tall and, and lasers everywhere, lasers everywhere and holographic, and it, it looks so fucking cool. Um, Listening to Lightman's music when you hear it on its own, it is so Hendrix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, is, it is. Just it that is, different style. It is so, so fucking Jimi Hendrix. Um, yeah. Uh, so can I ask, with the this interview, I feel like is a good time. Yeah. What was everyone's character introduction that you heard so many times on this final planet? My guy was the ethereal approach, general of the heavy metal light brigade, and I was from Gareth or something. I forgot. Like I don't like it was the one the planet's not a good G. It was the, I I chose the planet because it said that every every city was like two hundred miles wide and rotated on an axis no uh, no thinner than a bullseye. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that's a fun one. Well, like yeah, yeah. So, sorry, no wider than a bullseye, which I was like, okay. <laughs> they were all kind of like that, you know. Yeah. And there was that one that was on an asteroid that was just like just off the just off the, off the, off the turn off the 16a <laughs> how about you alex what was what was your um, introduction mine was i am the exquisite alex actually no, the ethereal, ethereal alex yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm the ethereal alex i should be looking at my paper with glasses um i'm the ethereal alex of the cosmic extraordinary and i am leader of the infinitely loud galactic symphony the, the infinitely loud galactic symphony, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I, don't know, I was going for more music. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I want to stay to a theme. Kerry? <laughs> uh, yeah, mine was I am the ethereal meal. I am from Warble Word, Warble Word, where we invent and ratify a new language every three hours. 
soloist of the first intergalactic transmission. Nice, nice. I'm glad that those were all different and we didn't all pick the same. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I was expecting more crossover with those than the name, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that. So, like, that's that's kind of it. Like, you, you like, you like for for this section, you you then yeah, you then make your way over, and Zom's like, "Hey, go wake that, go wake the beast." And so you go over to this no no party area, where you can just like. There's one guy there that's like, "Hey, don't don't play music, because yeah, this is the new the new music zone," and everyone else is just ready to go as yeah. soon as you start playing. <laughs> and so, like, did you did, okay? Did either of you hesitate, or did you just run in and play? <laughs> yeah, sprinted in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. I think I, when they when they tell you not to do something, it's like, okay, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I did hesitate. I got to like the middle of the area and then I just started playing and the whole room lit up <laughs> and everyone started dancing. It was it was good. Yeah. And I, there was like no not any punishment. No one cared. No, no, not at all. Um Yeah, so you then awaken Floyd. Yeah. Which is great, by the way. I love this creature. Um and yeah, then it's like, you want to ride on my head, don't you? And you're like, yes, please. Um and so <laughs> you do. Uh, and you find out the tastemaker is is Lena Headey, um, the the gigantic head from before. Yeah, the head from before, the the little big planet planet head from before. Um, <laughs> but also, you catch up to Lightman. Yeah, yeah. At, at, at the same time, you're, you, you yeah you catch up with Lightman, and he's in this 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 cool sixties like set from a from an Ed Sullivan show stage that's on a on jets and he's got his head with like on a heli- on a hologram above it um and and you you sort of start to talk about like it is then revealed that lightman um uh knew the bob dylan character um and uh it was using you to bring the bob dylan character back um and th- like a lot like like the the plot kind of happens here right yeah. like the like the 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 reason for everything sort of is is happening all here um and then you start to have this moment of crisis of like well maybe i am a funk person because i am at the end of the day i'm just another vin- like vendetti vendetti um you then work yourself that that turn that that twist quote unquote, was um I didn't expect it when it came. And I was like, oh man, that is going to hurt. Because like, it was cool with this planet seeing Francis own what he was trying to be, what he thought he might want to be for the planet because he had to be. Yeah. Um, Like that was just cool. Like this whole planet was just like owning it. Um, And so it was, it was like, I, I, I felt that blow a decent amount of like, oh man, he he was just brought along because he was Johnson Vendetti's nephew. That sucks. Yeah, and Lena Headey sort of looks inside of him and sees the the little bit of the folk that's still there in him because it's not one hundred percent all oh. in on this music. And and can I write down one of the one of the words she says? You can write it, it down. It might you have been s- after the down moment. You, um, you can say it into the mic as well as just writing it down if you'd like, Harry. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, so I, I wrote down. When I arrange every facet of you in my mind, I can hear you like a chord. I, I, I heard that and I just like, I just put the controller down. I picked up my phone and I'm like, oh my God. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That one, that one struck me. Yeah. Alex, what did you think about the, the, 
this part. <laughs> I, it's, it was interesting as well because, like, again, with the Vendetti stuff, I was kind of still. I, I was I was expecting something about the uncle to pop up, it, mm. not with any flagging or anything, but it just kind of seemed like going back, like Lightman. Why would he pick this one kid mm. off Cosmo? Like, why, why, why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, for the whole thing, and then, like, when he first, when he sort of got those little subtle things about him being a bit shaky, it kind of then was sort of coming together a bit more. But again, when you find out that he was the opening act for Lightman. It's kind of like a whore, but like you can kind of then understand again, that theme coming back up with um, your character where he's caught between his folk, his new stuff and what everyone else is expecting of him. Yeah. And like, cause he thought Lightman was like fully on his side with like, yeah, you're, you know, you're coming with me, you're telling a kid, yada, yada, yada. And then he finds out, towards the end that no you're actually you were brought here because you know and it's you know just kind of a good thing that you're talented <laughs> kind of like but yeah it'd be interesting if they brought him in without that like like what if he was not talented like mm. and there's a lot of like little cogs there that sort of interesting to me that it's very obvious why the player character gets very bogged down in that well it's interesting too they kind of that is partially the resolution as well because you play the Glamagon stage, and we can talk about that in a sec. Um, but the conclusion of that is the Glamagon's like, oh, you've done it. You have entertained me. Not not because of your music, though, but because of your light show. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's not about him. It's like, yeah, you were all right, but you were the vehicle for the thing that really blew my socks off tonight. Mm. Uh, and so it's like, oh, it's not about the ethereal... Like it's 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 about Violetta for some for some reason. I still never really figured out why it was like, oh she's the thing that runs the place. I'm like, why why? <laughs> uh so yeah, like that 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 kind of kind of is partially in the ending somewhat. Which is also mm. weird because he gets given the car, not Violetta. Like he gives it to yeah. Violetta after, but like he still wins. Which was like yeah. like yeah, there was a lot Well he's the one that's there, right? Yeah, but like... It's like Doug Bowser picks up the Game Award because he's the one that's there. Yeah, but there's a reason Doug Bowser got the, picked up the Game Award and it's because he decided he wanted to be the one to pick up the Game Award. <laughs> um, the, well, I guess this is because Violet had decided she didn't want to be there. Right? I, I, I suppose, right? And and that's... Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get there in a sec. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the, the tastemaker being tastemaker is... Like I wasn't like, oh my god, it's the god from the beginning. I was like, oh okay, like like it, it sort of felt like like oh like we've we've revealed the identity. It's this person from the from the early part of the game. Like ah oh, okay, I see, I see. Mm. Um. Uh. At, and then yeah, then like you you have that moment where you uh, there's like the 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 spotlight and it then kicks into the whole stage of. With the glamour gorgon behind it, which is huge, is like this gigantic tick. This, yeah, this, 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 <laughs> I think that's a really accurate description. Actually, I don't know how to describe it. it it's just I think that was my favorite stage of the game, just because of like how it starts off with the middle section. Yeah, and then you go up to the other section, and then it full on like builds out the ground, and then the other one builds out the ground as well. Yes, just like the size and like of the crowd, but like even just the giant 
Glamagorgon just like fucking yeah. hovering there, just like it's the motif again on its head. Like yeah, yeah. Sorry, Alex. I think you're just talking to the side of your mic a bit. It's a little quiet. Sorry. It's all good. Um, the... But yeah, I agree. Like, I I wrote down that like the the final performance for the Glamagon was like the ec- the it was the best way to do all of the platforming things at once. Yeah. Like like the bounce pads, the sliding down hills, the stomping on the ground to start the thing, the yep. wailing around as you walk on stage. It felt like those mechanics were maybe built for this moment. Yeah, I I didn't think this stage was a really good like let's put it all together like you know how to do everything here and there's there's no more teaching like it's just like execute on on the idea um with like a new song too which was good like a like a final song. Yeah. Um mm. and like the the crowd as well the the thousands of heads bobbing up and down um the only time in the game that characters are not looking directly at the crowd uh, sorry directly at the camera is when there is a crowd. Um mm. So like it like I I quite enjoyed that as well. Um, even even on the lung, a lot of the crowd is still looking at the camera, which is which is funny. But like at this point, it was like okay, like all eyes are on are on this guy. Mm. Um, and like it like the 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 stage as well changes so many times. Like you know, speakers appear on the side in giant towers, and like that like lights and colors get like shone throughout the the whole thing it, it it doesn't ever say one color which i which i really quite liked as well um and then you win and you get given a delorean which i think is cool um because <laughs> and, and like the contest happening and then it's like and for winning you get a, a ride from anti-ride because if you've got a ride it's got to be anti-ride or whatever <laughs> it was it was like wait wait this is sponsored what the fuck <laughs> It really played into that whole, um, I think, with musicians and like music videos thing, where like they're they're sponsored by just random shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Sony or like you know just like the car labels and shit. Yeah, Norman Reedus I picking up a monster drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then like uh, Violetta and and Francis are, are, are driving through space. Yep. No, nowhere in particular. She just wants to drive. She just wants to move. She wants to be on the move. And while she's driving, she bumps into Lightman, who is just floating just above in them. Space. <laughs> just floating. At the same speed. Just hangs out. Um, I I thought it was quite funny that she was sort of like free of this of this thing and 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 there's that moment where he says, like, like when you come back, can you pick me up? And she's like, All right, yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, funny too, because like he was never that bad. Like she was a little fed up with him, but it wasn't never. It was never that like he's not a villain, toxic or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, then he head back. He head back to the town of of Calypso. Um, at this point, uh, we know that we've we've missed the show. The, sh- the show had happened at at seven o'clock, and I think you get there at eight or something, and and you then head to the after party. Um, kind of strange that people go to the after party when the main event didn't turn up, but mm. whatever. <laughs> also, like, where was the the main show was going to be in town, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it was going to be at yeah. the at the rude bar owner's place. Yeah, I was kind of impressed how many like actual people went to the after party. Like, but I guess like if no one performed, of course you're gonna go. But like, it seemed like very like oh my god, the old like the little grandma made it look like yeah, too. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, who's that king? There's also that moment before you get there where there's the there's the figure in the distance by the down the creek. That was what did you guys make of that? 
I was confused. I was like, who the fuck's that? <laughs> but it, like, it, I was like, I guess it's the uncle. It, it's and Johnson. Like, it, he, he's, he's sitting on a stool leaning over with a guitar in his hand. Um, mm. it, it's got his big, his big coiffed hair. Yeah. Um, great hair. Yeah. Great hair. Oh, yeah. Bob Dylan had good hair. Um, the, this is what made me think that. I don't think I've ever seen Bob Dylan. Really? <laughs> I mean, you have, cause you've played this game. <laughs> oh, look at that hair. Yeah. Um, uh yeah, he, th- this th- that's that that was that was interesting because they don't they don't play with with the death of Johnson very much. Um no. they and it it's never a thing like his death is never a thing that has ever weighed on Francis. Mm. Um even his legacy is not particularly it even his legacy is not really particularly a thing that weighs on him. It's just other people's expectations of how yeah. he is going to be. Um, mm. which is interesting that he does show up at the end. Um, maybe as a sign of like, like, like I'm watching you finally be who you are or something. Um, it's like the hat tilt. The yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then, then you sort of, you, you get on stage and you like introduce oh, yourself. He has, he has that discussion with Remy, the, the owner, right? And he's giving him all of the lines that he believes because we were right. there for them. Yeah. yeah. And the guy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You piece of, you, you, you weren't here. Why are you here now? Get on stage. Which he has no right to be as rude as he was in the first cutscene. In this cutscene, yeah. in this cutscene, you know what? He didn't show up to the gig at all and rocks up to the after party wearing this. So, like, I can understand a level of, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, but the 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 music as Francis walks on, the... And it's like, it, it has never been like that throughout the game, really. But it was great. <laughs> Especially when you do see, like, those cuts to the crowd and, like, you know, the grandma's teary. Yeah. And, like, yeah they're, and they're all like, just like, who's oh this? God. Like... <laughs> He's still got the holographic guitar and it's like bright in his hands and the moment he, mm. he strums all of the strings, the, the lasers shone out yeah. um above the above the crowd as, as And as they the were end. all symmetrical when the when the, the <laughs> end turned up. It was like a it was like a picture. It wasn't like how you get like, oh, it was like uneven over here and there's a gap. So it was all it was a symmetrical fan of lasers. I was like, whoa. All from Violetta stealing those valves at the start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's right. She was stealing valves. I forgot about that. I th- I kept thinking it was fuses, but then just like before, I was like, no, it's valves. Yeah, the yeah, because the the, the, the the tubes in the amp, um, mm. and then and then that's it. And then the credits roll. Um, the flying car. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Flying and car fi- before the credits. Finally, <laughs> the fi- the flying car rocks up on screen. Um, which is like the oh, did it happen or not? Um, yeah. So, h- how do we all feel? At this point, how do how do we feel about about the ending of this story? I think it was a good ending. I think it could have been bad. I think it could have could have easily just like petered out. I think it was a good ending. Yeah, mm. it's yeah. a strong ending. Yeah, like it. I think the beats that it hits towards the end are very satisfying, hmm. and it kind of feels very like you've you've gone through all this stuff to get here, and it's worth it. Mm. And like especially like we said before, like seeing the the ghost in the the ghost the figure spectral whatever you want to call it mm. in the background's quite a like it's an interesting nod i think but it's mm. also something that like francis doesn't comment on like there's no like dialogue there it's just kind of like something from the player yeah 
Yeah, and 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 it has the the very like like the message in this game is very overt, but it is it is good that it that it really it it, it capitalizes on on the on the player really receiving the message. You know, mm. like like when like a lot of the time when 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 a game has like some message like that, sometimes they they will tell the player the message. So like they will tell the person playing the game the message better than they will tell the main character. And right. th- there is a level of disconnect of like like I I get it, but my character wouldn't have. Like they believed in something that they didn't get enough or the, or that they 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 didn't earn this right whereas i feel like yep. this was an earned ending like they they hit all the right beats at all the right moments even um, although yeah like it was so clear from the moment on the cliff where you try to play the the, the ballad and then instead you just wail for for three minutes yeah like yeah. it's shit like because <laughs> he has got his magic yeah like <laughs> yeah. but like yeah like it's so clear where the game's going and it's okay yeah yeah um there there was another thing that I did want to bring up. So I was I was looking through articles about this game from when the game came out. There was a, there's a really good article which like I'm I'm not going to read out the whole thing here, but um there's an article I, I here that picks up on something that I I've, I've got in here too cuz I want to bring it up. Yeah. It's the the article is from um thegamer.com. Um, written by Stacy Henley, who I believe is now the EIC of the gamer. Oh. Um, I'm not sure if she might have been back then as well. I'm not too sure. Um, the article is titled The Transical Mystery Tour of the Artful Escape. Um, subtitle of the, the subheadline is Francis Vendetti's Journey to Accept What He Is and What He Is Not is a Deeply Trans Story. Yes. Um, it's like. Th- th- the article is 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 quite good. It's 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 not too long. I definitely recommend reading it. It'll be in the show notes. Um, but basically, the, the idea of you know societal pressure to be a certain way to to be a certain person, um, going on a journey of self discovery and 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 the a lot of the things that that Francis was dealing with throughout a lot of the game, um, is is. Uh, this author felt like it was a lot of the same things that she went through um, as a trans woman. Um, you know, the idea of um, like like not letting people from her past down, or you know, like being afraid to show the people from her past that that she has changed, or or that 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 Francis has changed. Right the the idea that um, the one that really stuck out to me the most was when he goes to visit Space Gordon. Um, and he's like, like, Hey, like, you've got it, kid. Let me broadcast you to the stars. And his immediate response is not, I don't want the stars to see me. It's, I don't want my town to see what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Um, which was very like, Oh yeah. Like this, that read is perfectly fucking valid. Um, yeah. Is that similar to what you were going to say, Carrie? That's precisely what I was going to bring up. There were so many moments where I was like, even from just Calypso, like so many moments where I felt like this was this could easily the the parallels could be drawn to that of like a, a, a an allegory for the trans experience, um, and like I don't know that it, it wasn't overt, but it really wasn't subtle. Like like it 
wasn't the point, but it kind of was like, it, it, it's, it's fascinating. Like it's, it's kind of all subtext, but it's also the whole point of the game. It, it's, there's literally a line in this article saying the artful escape straddles the line where I'm not too sure if I'm reading into it too much or have in fact cracked the secret code, but I'm not too sure I, I ever need to know my experience of the artful escape was very queer and that was good enough for me. Um, mm. Like it's like, I, I, I am not trans. I am queer and have had similar things where it's like, I, I will dress differently depending on if I'm seeing family or if I, you know, I'm going out to a club or whatever, like, like those things, those things happen to a lot of people for a, a whole v variety of reasons. But yeah, it can, I think, I, honestly, I think this and like, I, I wrote down here in my notes, the very first time um, you meet um, Violetta, uh, she is both wearing like blue and pink. All right. <laughs> um, and like, it, it's, it's, it's not like, that doesn't mean like that, like, Blue and pink and white does not always directly equal trans, but also it's very easy to read those things, right? Um, yeah, that, that Alex, what did you think? I um, I had a similar thing like that, but um, I think early on I was worried with Violetta that they were going to go down that like manic pixie dream girl route with her. Yeah, Just right. Like, oh, don't do it. Like no, and then like when she wasn't in that game that much, we kind of like okay. I, I'm cool with this. Like, it's, you know, they're not, like, just using her as, like, a character trope. Um, and, she, like, she's not even a romantic interest at all, right? Like, there is, yeah. no, there is no, like, will they, weren't they? There is just, like... Uh, character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Which, which she's, is great. She's just, she's, she's just there. She's doing the light show. She's having a blast. She's taking light men for all he's worth. Like, yep. <laughs> and and you know, She's not afraid to bite him. Like, you know. yeah. And on top of that as well, she she did get her own agency when she did want to take credit for her show, mm. but but still wasn't ready to be out there yet. She was still waiting for uh, for her entrance, and she rocks up wearing a mask because she wanted to be shown off who she was and take credit for the work that she's doing, like on anonymously. Well, but like just like mm. like like not even specifically like anonymously, but just on her own terms. Um, she wanted to control that. And mm. and she did, um, which was great. Yeah. So. There was so much stuff, even at the start, even in that first scene with Violetta, where she's like, you ever climbed to the top of that tree? Or have you ever been to the top? And Francis says, been too scared to try. There's all that stuff about like, oh, have you ever thought about becoming someone else entirely? Uh, and then something, I think I wrote something else towards the bottom. Oh yeah. And, and when you, when you come out of the, when you come out of the wardrobe, when you, when you've dressed yourself, and like the character creator in general, like all of the different options, it didn't matter what you wanted to pick. It was just, you could pick whatever you wanted to pick and that was it. You know, it didn't, it, that was just it. And that I think was great. And then uh, Frida says, they will make fun of you at first, mock you. That's because they've never seen anything like you before. It's like, oh man, that's so awesome. They, they just let the people in this game and you as the way you experience it and express yourself through this game, just be who you want to be. And that is how it is. Mm. I, I, I thought it was great. <laughs> it's fascinating. Like this game, how easy it is to draw similarities with your own experience. Like no matter what that is, like Jeremy yeah. was saying, before, like dressing differently, 
like you know similar for me like when i go to events sometimes i'll put stuff on my eyes and i'll you know go ham there but like if i'm with family i won't but like it's it's this interesting thing even from an artist point of view where like there is all this stuff that's come before you so how do you like what do you bring into that like what what is you that is not just you stealing from someone else and like that sort of thing so it's like finding identity i guess mm. is something i yeah yeah that's actually all of my notes i've been through every single thing <laughs> nice. uh, i think that's most of mine but yeah. the others are like little bits i'm i'm happy with where we've gotten through yeah is it anything anything more you want to pick you want to throw in there alex terry i actually think i found like my proper because we're talking about the introduction things mm-hmm. and mine was really short and both of yours was just like two lines longer <laughs> <laughs> So my, my full right. one was on the far side of the universe, found in a mall in the closet on a boat. I am the exquisite Alex of the cosmic extraordinary. <laughs> I am the leader of the infinitely loud galactic team. So that's that's the full one. Nice, yeah, nice. all right. I had to shout out the boat. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I think I think we did it. Cool. I'd be really actually, I'm um, sorry, is something. No, 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 please. Go for it. <laughs> um, how would you classify this game? Like what, what, if you were going to give it like a genre or like a descriptor, like what is uh, it? It's funny. We were, we were playing with uh, some friends yesterday and I was meant, I was like, oh no, I gotta, I gotta finish, have dinner and play more of this game, the Artful Escape. So we're talking about it a bit. And they're like, oh, what, what would, how would, I had to describe it to people, but also not, not like straight up give it away. Cause I don't want to give up that it's like a whole thing. And I said, oh, it's. It's kind of like a music platformer, but it's not particularly mechanically complex. It's a, a feast for the eyes and the ears, <laughs> I think was how I boiled it down. Yeah. Because I, I, again, it's that thing of like, I don't want to build someone up to be like, oh, it's a platformer. And it's like, well, it's not challenging. I like, think there's one mantle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd, I'd probably also describe it as a, as a, uh, just a adventure platformer. Like it's, it's, just a because like the like the music stuff it's not even it's not it's not rhythm based so like i don't know if i would even call it yeah. a rhythm game so i think i like i would have to just call it like a yeah like like because like they like simon says puzzles like you said before um like they're kind of adventure game puzzles a lot of the time they're like just like mm. hit the right button in the right sequence and so i think i'd yeah, monkey just, island yeah yeah <laughs> what about you alex i um yeah it's interesting because it does i think that's why i put it down in the notes is that it does touch on all the things. Like it is mm. an adventure. It is, you know, it is a narrative game. Um, it's also, it's also, it's not a rhythm game, but it's like a musical, like yeah, it's a music inclined kind of game. Thematically, it's it is a music game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just it's a music game. <laughs> um, it's um also like platformer is there, but again, like it's not like super. Like it's interesting that it does those few things but it also doesn't like fully commit to anything past kind of adventure yeah it's it's kind of a it's a journey game mm. a journey like <laughs> <laughs> don't start it <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first everyone we just invented the genre journey like journey like cool well if there's nothing else i think that probably brings us to the end of this episode of mini disc thank you very much for listening um the next episode is just under 
two months away where we'll be talking about Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, however, for that episode is too far away for you and you want to hear more of us in your ears, make sure you listen to the latest episode of the Minimap Cast. You can find that in the feed that you're already in. Also, make sure to follow us on all of our socials at MinimapAU. You can follow us individually too. Kerry, where can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, at KJ Palmer underscore 24. And Alex, where can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, they can follow me at Alex underscore bestie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, please edit that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and if there's anything else um, that you want to follow us else on, um, that is usually at MinimapAU. Um, thank you very, very much for coming on the show, Alex. It has been an absolute delight having you on. Yes, thank you. Uh, thank, thank you for having me. Of course. Absolute um, pleasure. Thank you for also choosing the game as well. Um, that is, it It, it was it was a, a really good, great game to play on this podcast. So thanks for making a really good choice. Um, I'm, I am pretty glad it wasn't something that we could just like tear apart. Like, <laughs> three hours. Oh, it's happened. Yeah, it would be brutal, but we've, we've yeah. done that before. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to shout out, Alex? Um, or are you happy just, just, just with yourself on Twitter or? Um, yeah, Twitter, Alex underscore bestie. Cool. Um, stuff coming soon. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Exciting. Stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I just jump in before the very end, Jeremy? Um, as this is sort of us restarting this show, what once, what was the very first show we ever did? Um, let us know what you think. Tell us what you think of the graphics. Tell yeah. us what you think of the the format, the way we did it, how how it went. If you have thoughts, let us know. Whether that's on our Discord, which you can find the link for on our website, it's minimap.com.au, or whether that's on Twitter, where you can find us, whether whether that's on the Patreon, or there's an email address somewhere. Just let us know what you think if you have thoughts. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, always, definitely, definitely. And uh, also, okay. there are plenty, plenty of other Game Club episodes that we've done. We've done Pyre and Tacoma and... And I, what remains of either Finch, so many other things. So if you yeah. want more of this kind of stuff, it's all in the Minimap cast feed. It's all in there. Yeah. Yeah, like... You... Slide one thing in quickly. Yeah, go oh, for it. Yeah. I am really appreciative that you guys had me on for the first episode back. Yeah, of yeah. course. It means yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. When, 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 when we hung out at PAX, I said, hey, I should have you on the podcast. It was, it was literally, I remember that, like, because it was like, what was it, the morning of PAX? When, was, when were you recording? Uh, it was going to be the morning of Friday, but I but I couldn't make it work. Mm. Yeah, because I remember I got your DM. I'm like, ooh, and then I'm like, oh god, yeah. <laughs> so many things. Yeah, like that, that that was the thing. That was the response I got from everybody because I got I got the last available booth because I'm not sure what happened, but I guess they just had some maybe oh. maybe maybe something happened and like something canceled fairly late, and they suddenly had a bunch of booths free um, oh. because they it was quite late towards the show happening that I was reaching out to people. Um, was this the live show you were organizing for PAX last year? Yeah. 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 Um, and so I reached out to, I think about seven people um, and no one could do it. Everybody was either like, I'm already on a show. I'm at my day job. I'm not a PAX that day. Can you do Saturday? People were Wasn't like, that also like, it was the hour that Shuhei was doing the keynote. It was also the hour Shuhei was doing his keynote um, uh, uh, panel as well. Um, it was it was very much like it was the worst possible time um, out of over the over the three days, and it was so funny because everyone was like, "Is there another time?" <laughs> I'm like, yeah. like there isn't. I don't have this," um, uh, which was hilarious. But yeah, I, I'm very glad that that you made it on, and we would love to have you back as well. Um, very pleased. Oh. Kerry, you skipped ahead in my script and now I've got to go back and find where I was. Um, I'm sorry. 
you can also head to minimap.com for everything else that we do, um, including the latest article which we just published, which is <laughs> <laughs> um, wait when this goes out, it will be up. Um, uh, I threw together a preview for an event that I went to, which is a preview on the latest game from the developers of Fogs. And the name of the game is Tray Races. It's a preview of Tray Races. <laughs> it took me so long to remember the name of that game, which is maybe the worst part of it. Um, the game itself is pretty good. Um, <laughs> make sure you give us a big old five-star rating on your podcast platform of choice. And finally, you can also support us on Patreon. If you want to help us keep the lights and mics on, you can do that by heading over to patreon.com forward slash minimapau. And for five Australian dollars, you will get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast, as well as some more benefits, all while helping out greatly, helping us out greatly. Um, I still reckon it should be keep the likes on. Keep the likes on. too much of a ring to it. Keep the yeah, likes on and the mics on. Um, it's good. We, like maybe we'll mic. integrate it. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Um, we will see you again. Carrie and I will see you very soon. Um, this show will be back in about two months with Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, see you then. Thanks for listening. 